You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Hey, welcome. Hi. Welcome to... What's up? I'm sure everybody's favorite series of episodes that we ever do. The Tadpog series. The Tadpog... I mean, it's a sports game. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're doing a sports game. We're Games. doing a lot. But, a yeah, lot of sports games. Taking a nice bite out of the list, I think, you know. Yeah. And it's well-deserved. Well-deserved. Like, if we did an individual episode over every one of these games, it would, it would suck. It Which would are, be the same episode <laughs> seven times. Yep. Which, yeah. <laughs> Which are the EA NHL hockey games, yep. specifically. Beginning, though, with tonight, what we rolled last week was NHLPA hockey. 93. 93, mm-hmm. which was the first EA hockey game for... Super Nintendo. That's right. We'll get to that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But, like, man, you led with that, which I'm kind of surprised. I mean, I think it's great because, yeah. like, people know immediately, like, oh, they're talking about this. But, like, it's... Oh, uh, bye. But, but no, well... <laughs> Thanks for your download. We appreciate it. <laughs> I, yeah, I just think... I, but stay, still stick around because they track that, too. <laughs> just go wait talk 20 minutes. Give us intros. Then you can... No, I'm sorry. You've, you've committed to the full three hours by listening to these, this opening bit. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I feel like it's a lot of pressure because it's, like, especially leading with that because, like... I got to be honest, like, uh, I don't really su- feel super prepared to talk about the entire EA NHL hockey series or not prepared. Don't, wor- don't worry, baby. You brought, don't worry, baby. I got stuff too. You got a full notebook? Uh, all right. Okay. I'm ready. I brought some notes too. All right. So we'll, we'll be good. We'll do good. I did, I did most of my stuff on NHLPA 93. So, all right. I mean, that's where I spent most of my time. Was that, well, I, we'll get into that. All we'll right. Get into that. Yeah. Okay. How you guys been? Boy, I've had a week. Good. Yeah. Had a okay. Week. Well, that was two <laughs> diametrically opposed uh, comments at the same time. Let me let me say mine, and then maybe yours will be better. Okay. Had a bit of a week. Okay. I know and part of it. I wouldn't have expected. It's been kind of an up and down, good news, bad news kind of week. And I wouldn't have expected so much to occur between Monday and today, which to is say. two days later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> There we've got we got some really good family news that I I'm not going to get into what, but something that we've been putting up with and dealing with for the last three years in our family that's been a real problem. Yeah. It's just been situational for my son and his family, uh, circumstances that I obviously cannot get into. However, that has been taken care of. That is now not a problem anymore. So when you say taken care of, 
You legally, definitely mean, okay, legally like speaking, Fat Tony style. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it swims with the fishes now, and it's, it's problem. It's nothing bad. It was just something that got really badly into our lives and just kind of made it was total harder. bullshit. Yeah. And was total bullshit. Pretty I, nice pit bull you got here. Yeah. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. I do. I do. What's this little name there? Problem. Oh, okay. I, I do wish I could clarify for our listeners and not leave them in the dark, but it's not my story to tell necessarily sure. at least not publicly so but suffice it to say that we got that great news that a very long and unnecessarily harsh problem mm-hmm. uh is coming to an end there's a couple of little stipulations here and there that have to be met but for the most and no gage wasn't in jail there wasn't any, it wasn't anything like that i just want to make sure everybody knows that Nobody was hurt. It wasn't like, you know. Right. I don't want to give everybody the wrong idea. Sure. But, but it was it was it was a, a nuisance. It was a right? it was a bit more than a nuisance, but yeah, it was a dire nuisance. It never it didn't have to go down the way that it did and yeah. every but you know, everybody that was involved did what they were supposed to do, followed the instructions and now we're pretty much out of it. Good. So, that's really great and okay. I'm really happy for that. Uh Plus, he got Gage got a new job, nice making a lot more money, a That's lot good. more by orders of measure than he was. So, what's he doing? And he's going to do. Be they need another one. The, <laughs> he's solving problems. <laughs> a similar job to yours. He yeah. does websites uh, and graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. That's why I was um, half joking. He's going to be working for a rather large Paducah-based ice cream company. Oh, okay. Which, I know them. Which you know of. Um, but he got that. And then what's fucked up is he, he goes to his boss. He worked for the National Quilt Museum. Okay. As their website graphic designer, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he goes to his boss, who is like the coolest guy ever, apparently. His boss says, well, you know... I can't. He's fr- he's covered in quilts all day long. He better be fucking cool, man. <laughs> I would be. He's comfortable. He's just he's just a massive man, yeah, just, yeah, just draped quilt in man. quilts, like, one after the other. I like the, welcome, Gage. <laughs> I like to think he's actually a small man. He just kind of looks like Jabba the Hut because he's got so, so many, many quilts, quilts on, on him. him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Well, he goes to the guy and he says, "Hey, look, Pinchy Wonka." I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "You know, look, Wonky I got Chewbacca." <laughs> I got this offer for this job, and he, he, I feel bad, but you know, I I, I need to take it. And yeah. he was like, "No, no, that's fine. What are they offering you?" And so he tells him, and he's like, "Well, I I can't get to that number for you, but I most I, I'll write you a letter of recommendation." And he said, "And I'll see what I." He said, "He so he goes in. He he told him what had been offered, right?" And the boss goes, "He goes." Ask for two thousand more, because if they're budgeted for this, right. they're budgeted for that. Yeah, <laughs> he was just giving him all this advice on how to get this job. Right, and on top of that, they said, "Well, we still need your help, so we'll pay you as a consultant, and you don't have to work much. We'll pay you X amount of dollars per month if you wow. can just keep do keep maintaining everything until." We find a replacement, or and if you are happy doing it, we'll just keep paying you. So 
now collectively, he and his wife are going to be making probably $20,000 more a year than I do. <laughs> and I'm happy for him, but I'm sad for me <laughs> because I want more money. <laughs> um, so those are two pieces of really good news for my son who yeah. he needed to, it was time for him to catch so a fucking So you can be a real break. dirtbag. You can go in there and say, hey, I know this guy's about to start. I'll do, it for, I'll do it for a thousand dollars. I got way much more experience than that, that fucking asshole. That, I told him literally everything he knows. Just, that hurts my soul just thinking about him. I would never. Um, so, no, but well, Gage has just been due for a fucking break mm-hmm. for a long time. And this year, he got two big ones right in a row. So I'm really happy for him and his family. And I'm, I hope things continue to get better for them. Yeah. Um, then I have some sad news. Uh, yesterday I came, my my cat passed away. Um, he was 18. And he's, he, a couple, a few months ago, like late July or early July, I can't remember. He, we think he had a stroke. Mm. And I took him to the vet because he was walking funny. Like mm. he, his back end was trying to turn when his front end was trying to go straight and he couldn't walk you know Mm. so i took him to the vet thinking right then and there they were gonna say we got to put him down right well they said here's a bottle of these this these pills is pregnant prednisone steroids basically Mm. give him half a tablet until they're gone see what happens (laughs) excuse me we did that and he was he did a lot better and he got was moving around he's able to Mm. jump up on the couch and lay down and you know everything was fine and then last week he started walking funny again. So I called the doctor back and I said, I think my cat's name is Verbal. And I named him after the character from The Usual Suspects, Verbal Kent. Okay. Because he's, he's on my he, wall. He there. was a yelling cat. He was one of those cats that was like, he, at, at mm. full grown, he only weighed about three pounds. He was a tiny dude, but he had the loudest meow mm. I've ever heard. Scared the shit out of me a lot, you know. I was like, <laughs> but uh, I, I called the doctor back. The doctor said, "We'll re-up his prescription. We'll try again." So we had been giving him the meds, and he was doing better until I came in for lunch yesterday afternoon, and Tanya said, "Verbal can't walk." His back legs just stopped working altogether. He could not stand. He could not walk. And at this point, I had to I had to make the call. Mm-hmm. So uh, I called the vet, and they said I could bring him in. And so we sat with him for about an hour. Of course, we all cried like babies because mm-hmm. I mean he'd been he's been in our. This is the first time we haven't had a cat in the house in 27 years, and that whole 27 years that was two indoor cats. Mm-hmm. The one I had before, he died about five years ago, six years ago. His name was Pixel, and he was 21. And then Verbal was 18. And so um, anyway, we sat with him, and then I put him in a little box and took him to the vet, and the vet let me go in with him. They, they're, they're not letting anyone come in right now because of COVID. They're still, like, doing everything car side. Right, yeah. But in this particular case, they said, of course, you can come in if you wear your mask. Mm-hmm. And so they had a nice little blanket laid out for him on his table, and they gave him a shot to make him fall asleep, right. not, not 
stop his heart, right. to anesthetize him. Yep. Uh, and so I sat with him. Of course, I'm just snotting and crying everywhere. God, it was awful. And then he, he went to he went to sleep, and then they said, okay, so they came back in. They said, do you need more time? I'm like, no. I, I saw this coming. I knew it was going to happen sooner or later. I've said goodbye, but I'm not going to be here when you give him the shot. Mm -hmm. uh, and they said, no, we don't blame you. Most people will leave before that because at this point, Verbal was right. out, out. He didn't, mm -hmm. he right. didn't know. And last thing he saw was me and the last voice he heard was mine and petting him and stuff. So I got to do that. And then I went out in my truck and cried for another 20 minutes and mm -hmm. then went to Walmart like you do, you know. But we are, we did go ahead and spring to have him cremated. Yeah. Uh, our first cat that passed, we had him cremated. We went ahead and it's a, it's kind of expensive, especially when you consider the weight of the cat. It should be cheaper. Mm -hmm. Him being like, you know, the weight of less than a bag of apples. Yeah. Um, and River, who weighed several bags of apples. Same price. Same price. Um, but we went ahead and forked over the money for that. So I should be yeah. hearing from them to get his remains. And so we're going to put their remains next to each other on our shelf and all that stuff. But yeah, it was kind of a fucking weird couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Now I get that. But he was a good boy and I'm glad he's not suffering anymore because mm -hmm. he was just pushing through it. And mm -hmm. I hated that for him. He, he needed to be, be given a rest. Yep. So I'm sorry. I had to go through that. <coughs> we did it me again we did it with ein mm -hmm. and it sucked same situation kind of where it was just like yeah you know go to the vet you cry all the way to the vet yeah. nikki got him like an ice cream cone Aww, like went through like mcdonald's drive-thru yeah. and, yeah, and got him ice cream cone because he liked ice cream of course sure. um because he's not a monster uh and uh <laughs> does he like nitrogen <laughs> nitrogen pellets I don't of know. ice cream. We didn't let him we didn't let him try any of that. Gotcha. Yeah, sorry we brought him to a competing ice cream establishment. <laughs> no, McDonald's isn't a competing ice cream establishment. <laughs> Their shit never works, right? I don't know. Uh so yeah, yeah. And then we did that whole like sitting in there with them and yeah, talking to them and all that. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. It's I dread this is why I hate getting pets, especially the, you know, my dog, she's young. She's mm -hmm. six. She's not, you know, she'll have some life left in her still, obviously. Mm -hmm. But when Penny, when, when it's time for Penny to go, I am going to be a fucking wreck. Yeah. I was really upset about verbal. Penny is a different thing altogether. Mm -hmm. She's my buddy. And I'm going to be just, I can't, ooh, I don't even want to think about I that. I feel that. That's like me and Berlioz. Mm -hmm. I've, I'm not looking forward to that. Having pets is a is bittersweet, and I mean the good outweighs the bad by far. Sure, and the, absolutely, and, you know, I have far more wonderful, great memories of my cat mm -hmm. than just the one of having to put him to sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember the day I brought him home, and I remember how he and Pixel hated each other, and you know, all of those things. So. I'm glad that he got to live his life with me mm -hmm. and he, we took care of him and he wasn't just tossed aside, you know? Mm -hmm. So all things considered, it's, you know, it's okay, but man, I'm not, I'm not, I don't get that broken up very easily. And that one got me. And I don't know if maybe it was just time for me to just let out some, <laughs> some pent up stuff, but I was, 
I was not in a good place yesterday. Yeah. And then I, it, my work was really cool about it. I, I called my supervisor and I was like, look, I know this is probably going to be bullshit to you, but my cat, I just realized I've got to go put my cat to sleep like in 30 minutes. Can I, I'm just not coming back today. <laughs> and he was like, no, man, it's cool. Things happen. It's fine. Don't sweat it. We'll get by without you. Take care of what you need to do. And so I was really yeah. glad they didn't give me shit for yeah. that. And then so I just, after I got home, I just sat and we watched TV and mm -hmm. cried a little more and you know, That's then good. I had to get rid of the fucking litter box, which made me cry again. Oh, yeah, dude. And oh, then yeah. she went to pick up his food bowl and empty it and clean it, which made us cry again. Yep. And I told well, her... Isn't it weird? Because you feel like not only does it remind you that they're that they're gone, but it's also like... it. Like, for me, it, it made me feel guilty because yeah, yeah. it feels like some kind of, like, betrayal. Like, you're oh, you're already getting rid of me. You're right. already getting me out of your life. Now, I, yeah. we felt the same way. Yeah. And I told her, she, I said, you know, it's like, she, of course, was really, Verbal was my cat because I got him when Tanya and I were still divorced. Before we got back together, I lived in a trailer and I worked for the casino, mm -hmm. and a friend of mine had a litter of kittens, and he said, you want a kitten? And I'm like, you know, I've been living in this trailer by myself. Sure, I'll, t I'll take one. There were only four kittens in the litter, and I think I may have mentioned this before on the show, but the, the kittens were named temp temporarily named after the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Right, <laughs> right, right. And, and yeah. verbal was pestilence. Yeah. Um, but I, I had him there, and, you know, I don't know really where I was going with that, but whenever, oh, whenever Tanya and I got back together, you know, she took to him and she, God, when he was having problems with his head, she was feeding him like water from a syringe. Like she was all about taking care of that little dude mm -hmm. and was all, and she's just very nurturing like that. Mm -hmm. She's just got that instinct hardcore. Like I told you when Gage was sick last week, she was in there checking his temperature every hour on the hour, just, you know, without fail. So she had been, she had grown just as close to verbal as I ever had. And of course she was just as upset and she was sweeping the floor and swept up a big bundle of his fur. Yeah. And was Keep, keep a little up. in case, you know, cloning gets a lot cheaper. Right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, she teared up as of course. And, we were standing by the back door having a smoke and just talking, and she goes, it's funny how there's all these little holes now, the litter box being gone, where yeah. it's been for the last forever. Yeah. The food bowl, all these little holes that just sort of remind you of what yeah. happened, and it just takes you right back to the thought that, yeah, we lost, lost verbal today, you know? So it's just weird. It's not something, obviously, I've had to deal with a whole lot. Right. And... When her cat died, when Pixel died, I was upset, but she was obviously much more so than I was, but this one really got me, and I honestly thought I, I don't want to say, I'm not to say that it's weakness or anything, it's just I thought I was made of sterner stuff in that regard, but it really, it really got me, like yeah. more than I, I thought. I think it makes sense that it did. You know, yeah. I mean, based yeah. on everything that you just said, I mean, totally makes sense. But you know, again, he's not, he's not suffering anymore, and I know he had a good life, and I know he loved us. So that's that. That was my last two days. What a two days! What yeah. a two days indeed. 
What's been up with you, Tyler? I had all my bosses at work today. All your bosses? All, sounds my, like all a, my bosses are at work. Sounds like a 90s sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> all my Too bosses. Many bosses. <laughs> what? Which no. it, it actually went pretty well. It's just having everyone there is just stressful. <laughs> sure. So, but it actually, yeah, worked out pretty well. Good. No, no complaints. Just good. Just under deep under sea levels of pressure at all angles. Yeah, <laughs> but it went okay. Yeah, good. I'm glad it went okay. So yeah, that's that's about it for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got we have a ring fit adventure in our house now. Ah, um, yes. Last week, um, I saw that it was on sale on Amazon. Um and it was like, oh, that's a really good deal. Uh so I sent Nikki a message. I was like, hey, have I got this? You think you and Henry would be interested as well? Because I'm probably not just gonna buy it for me. Uh she's like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Uh so I ordered it and that came in yesterday. So we haven't had a lot of time with it, but oh my God. Uh Henry with that thing yeah. is uh it's so good because I mean he was just like all about it. Uh, and then like he he played it and then like got to the end of the night and was like, oh shit, I forgot to play Minecraft. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, yeah. Now we get to learn about managing managing free time. Uh-huh. Uh so yeah. I wish I had known you were looking. Oh, do you have? I do. Oh. I would have just probably just given it to you. Oh shit. I I I wasn't looking. Gage so to be it. fair. I mean it was just kind of yeah, like just I happened. saw a deal and it was like, oh, that's a pretty good deal on this. I tried selling it and nobody was interested in buying it and I've still got it, but um Gage had it and he liked it, but he didn't stick with it. Oh yeah, we're definitely not gonna I mean Yeah. Come on. And then I tried like we're it talking about. and I didn't care for it. I was just like Oh no, no it's not for me. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna do this. So yeah, I've got one. Is there a two player mode? Because I could you could have mine and do a two player ring fit. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. I mean, uh you can compare uh how many calories you've burned. <laughs> so if <laughs> yeah. you consider that like a two player mode. Uh but honestly, like just watching him play it for like an hour last night was mm-hmm. like totally worth the, I think it was like 40 bucks or something. Yeah. So it's like, that was like, all right, that was worth it. Just because like he got like real into it and like he's seven. So he's not like, he doesn't have like good form on anything. Mm-hmm. So it's all just like, and he's like going through growth spurts and all that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's all just like uh crazy luigi legs and stuff like that uh, <laughs> when he's trying to do a bunch of this stuff so it, it's that was totally worth it well um, the same thing applies to you tyler if anyone in your house is interested in a ring fit i'll bring it i don't even know what it is it's this plastic well it's this ring it's mm-hmm. a big ring it's about this probably big around it's, like a, say it's about a foot and a half in diameter yeah maybe yeah and it looks like a steering wheel and you put one of the joy cons on it and then you put the other Joy-Con on an ankle strap that comes with it around your ankle, and you—it's like a—it's like a runner, hmm. a game like a runner, where you—but you fight like a boss at the end of the level, and you do it by so like it'll say, okay, now squeeze, and you can squeeze, push the ring in to squeeze it and yeah, hold it. It's like so a it flexible like thing. Pecs and stuff, or you can pull huh. out on it so it puts stress on your arms. And then it has you running, and it detects you making all these movements on, on screen, and 
you you earn like I think you pick up like coins and yep you pick up coins and um, as you go you like so the way it works is like uh, they have like an adventure mode I guess that's like the big main thing and you go from different worlds um, and so like each world has levels in it kind of like mm-hmm. Super Mario World or something like that you know it's kind of set up like that uh, and you have to complete each level to get to the boss at the end uh, and then essentially that is. Um, a whole bunch of the things that you've learned, like a whole bunch of the little exercises the and moves, stuff they've had yeah. you do, um, co- are like kind of combined together. Hmm. Uh, and they'll have you like press it against your chest and like to get your stomach, your core. Okay. Your I mean, Kenna might be into that. So yeah. she probably, okay. yeah, she she yeah. might like it. I'll bring I mean, it uh, next week. Okay. And you Sweet. guys can, you know, just take it. I don't need it. I'm not going to sell it to you. I'll just. You can just have it. I'll, I'll trade you for it. Okay. We'll talk. <laughs> it's a lot better than Wii Fit. I don't know if you guys ever I remember that. Oh, <laughs> I did. I, I was on Wii Fit for like a year. Yeah, like, I did I it for really a few months. I was really into Wii Fit and a DC for... That was how I started whenever I was at my biggest out post, you know, right when I moved to DC, it was at my biggest. Yeah. So that was... Wii Fit was how I eased into... Doing stuff, and it's and, and it's definitely not like Ring Fit is definitely not like real. It's not like going to the gym. I'll, I'll put it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I got done with it, it was kind of like that was good to do something because I haven't. That's what it's designed. I, for, I haven't yeah. done anything in two years, but it doesn't feel like I just got done with yeah. a, uh, with a like being at the gym for does 30 it, minutes does it do that thing like on a wee fit when you step on it to get your weight it doesn't tell you you're obese and it'll like no. yeah you're obese and the, your wee fit gets a big ass belly it's like, oh no no it doesn't do that no it, it doesn't does. you don't stand on anything you're just on the floor yeah no sad noise it's not gonna like, <laughs> no, shame you no shame fat shaming in this one Although I was expecting it. No, this is a Japanese peripheral, so I guess <laughs> I can see that where they would be like, well, yes. Oh, yeah. They have no compunction about telling you, <laughs> no. oh, you're fat. Yeah. <laughs> well, like when you got to put that, like, you got to put that Joy Con holster around, you're supposed to put it around your mid thigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, so when I did that, I was like, oh, God, I hope it doesn't. De- <laughs> oh, like, it's a knee guard. I yeah. I was like, I hope <laughs> yeah. it doesn't, like, determine how fucking girth brooks my thighs are because it's gonna say something no it's Uh, this one's a lot nice yeah it's just telling you it just gives you it doesn't like measure your body fat or anything it just tells you the it measures the exercises you're doing and it it can it detects your heart rate i think doesn't it yeah it's kind of cool because like it uses the ir camera on the joy con like you put your thumb over it and it uh, picks up your pulse. So that's how it determines like how many calories and stuff you've burned. But there is an asterisk. That's like, hey, this is prob- uh, this might not be right kind of deal. Yeah, okay. it's not accurate type of thing. Yeah. But, but I mean, hey, it's pretty neat. And it looks, I think it, honestly, like comparing it to Wii Fit, because like Wii Fit definitely felt more like you're doing exercises. This, they were, it feels like they were trying to really, really hide that. Yeah, it feels more like a game. Yeah, it definitely feels okay. more like a game. And I, I think it would be neat if that one were in VR. You know, if they had a VR version that of that. That would be really cool. That would be super cool. Because the the graphics and the visuals and stuff yeah. and the sounds. Looks good. It reminds me it, of Breath of the Wild yeah. a little bit it as looks far really as like good. visually. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. It's kind of that like low poly kind of 
yeah, style, yeah, yeah. cell shaded kind of look to it. Yeah. I want to see some challenge good. runs. Can you beat Breath of the Wild using only a ring fit? <laughs> man. I've watched, man, my new jam at work has been watching the dude who... Um, Grape. Great. <laughs> he it was plays... all about strawberry. <laughs> I'm a new man, Jerry. <laughs> he, uh, he'll do Fallout and Skyrim runs of various like crazy challenges. Can you beat... Fallout 3 with only the BB With gun. a Casio keyboard. Oh, with a BB. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say like with a rotary phone. There was something. one. Can you beat Skyrim with a um, a rock band guitar yeah. or whatever? Like, I feel like those are pretty common, like the yeah. guitar ones are. I mean, I'm not saying that a lot of people can do yeah. them, but it's like when <laughs> shit shows up in like blogs and stuff, it's yeah. normally like it's like a Guitar Hero controller or something. <laughs> so I've been watching him blaze through a lot of different weird runs that are pretty entertaining. So. Cool. Who is that? I didn't mean to put you on the spot. It is. I was just curious. And then he's, uh, I mean, he's pretty entertaining just vocally, too. Let's see. Peter North? It's <laughs> <laughs> a totally different type of vocal entertainment. That is true. It's you vocal know. cord entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Sasha Gray, she's like transitioned into like streaming and mm -hmm. like all that. So it's pretty. She's pretty smart. She's a pretty smart woman, I feel like. Mitten Squad. Mitten Mitten Squad? Mitten Squad. Like, can you beat Fallout 4 while being completely crippled? Can you beat Fallout 4 only using ejected fusion cords? Cores. Can you beat Back to Peter New North. Vegas without attacking anything? Can you come so hard it knocks someone over? <laughs> Peter North. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. We need... Fuck these video game challenges. <laughs> some porn challenges. Some, yeah. <laughs> or just some sex challenges. Yeah. Although I saw that guy who's on Pornhub who just does like the nice things. Oh my God. Yeah. Those are so funny. He was on, he's been doing stuff on College Humor now with uh, like the Um Actually and stuff on Dropout. Mm -hmm. God. Brandon, Brandon Lee Mulligan is just like, I can never succeed as a DM because he has taken everything I've ever wanted to be as a dungeon master and, and personality. So. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Uh, what is like? I remember sort of the theory. Uh, I remember Jacob talking about it that like, you know, once one kind of actor kind of hits it big, they fill that niche. So like, what's his name? Mark something that does all the NCISs or CSI. Oh, Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon could only get so so famous because Harrison Ford filled that niche before he did. Oh, okay. So. Brandon Lee Mulligan is just like he he's that niche that if I ever were to like put on a magic ring and be everything I could be, I no, I can't because he's already there. Yeah. <laughs> but like all his shit on dropout so fucking good. So fucking good. Hmm. Outside of Ring Fit. Uh been playing Final Fantasy V for a long time. Mm -hmm. Been taking a real slow, slow ride on that train. Uh I haven't been able to like play as much as much as I've wanted to, but I'm in like the final act of that game. And it's also kind of one of those where it's like, now that I know I'm kind of close to the end, I'm playing it a little less right. kind of deal yeah. because it's like, well, I mean, it's going to be over soon. So 
just kind of take my time even more I, so. I get that. I do. <laughs> Maybe grind in the fucking castle basement for, I don't know, About while I watch 18 episodes of Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good, that's a good way to spend a Saturday. <laughs> I totally get that. I haven't been able to do that a whole lot, but like around like Chris, because I've been playing this for a long ass time, but like around like Christmas break, I remember like going in and uh, watching uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. You'd think it'd be Christmas Vacation, but nah, uh, <laughs> just yeah. a regular one, the first <laughs> yeah. one, and watch that whole movie, watched, uh, passively watch that whole movie mm-hmm. while it's just like, just, I don't know, level up jobs and Final Fantasy V, and it was really fun. Yeah. Because I, I hadn't done it in a long time. I listened to like a whole Wheel of Time book, Farming Inferno on Diablo 3. Oh, wow. So I, <laughs> I remember when we played that shortly before, right before starting you moved this, here. this podcast. Yep. Yeah. We watched like you and I side by side beat Diablo 3 while watching Wonder Shows and Wonder, and Wonder Shows and, and Family Guy. Yeah, a bunch. God, we watched like we watched full like seasons all of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff. And what's crazy is like I remember like talking to you about like uh, podcasts. Yeah. Uh, essentially, <laughs> what's like, that? Right, like after we played uh, uh, Diablo one time, I, I remember that distinctly. Yeah, it's Diablo three. I've heard of those. That trend'll fail. <laughs> It'll never pull through. <laughs> They're the new pogs. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember um, eating at Chong's on Jackson Street, mm. uh, talking about the name of the podcast and, and all that. And I remember eating at Los Amigos on Broadway, telling Josh and Nicole that well, we had 12 listeners now. <laughs> <laughs> How many of them are Blake? Four. Four. <laughs> How many of them are Micah? The rest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's, I don't know. That's our 10-year Tadpog challenge then and now. Well, that was, I feel like that's what we should have done on like (laughs) when we turned nine is like I should have said that stuff, but I wasn't thinking about it at the time. (laughs) It's always good. Although I did love somebody posted the, uh, from the unofficial city of Paducah doing the 10-year challenge, washing the 10-year challenge, 2010 and oh. 2020, exactly <laughs> the same, Coming open soon, soon for 10 years. Yeah, for those, I don't know if we've talked about washing I think on, watched it. on this yeah, podcast before. Okay, yeah, the Chinese restaurant in town <laughs> yeah. was absolutely almost positively like some kind of like money laundering thing uh-huh. <laughs> allegedly i don't know uh well, at one located point, across from the other chinese restaurant in town the, directly the, the across. wildly successful like <laughs> it, i mean it, it's like jimmy pesto and bob's burgers yeah. i mean it was like one of those <laughs> situations except imagine like instead of like a lovable cast of characters over across the street uh, in, in Bob's Burgers. Uh, it was shrouded in mystery. <laughs> <laughs> if it was actually Tony Soprano's yeah. ways yeah, yeah, yeah. business across <laughs> the street right. from Bob's Burgers. Because you always go by there and be like, I don't know, are they open? There's like no indication I think they uh-huh. are. that they were open. <laughs> no cars in the parking lot. Not even like you would expect to see like workers' cars or something. No, no. Nothing. Well, and there's nothing. all these urban legends surrounding. Yeah, I ain't it. there. 
that people, <laughs> people that one point the people that bought the building that had the restaurant lived in it. Like after it closed, they were like living there, and then yeah. they got thrown out of it because they weren't supposed to be living. Not supposed there. to live in a restaurant. It's <laughs> weird shit. But before that, it was a it was an Italian restaurant. Like years really? and years and years. Oh years man! Ago, like when we we were in high school. When I me and Tom a real Italian restaurant like Olive Garden. Like I want to say Harrison. <laughs> there was nothing before Washington. <laughs> I want to say. It was the original location of Pasta Vino. I've never heard of Pasta Vino. Okay. Well, it was a fairly well-known place here in town, but it it closed as well. They they had a very brief opening in that Jordan's Crossing shopping center that's behind the mall. Oh, okay. They yeah. moved out there for a while and then they closed. I, Jordan's I Crossing. Was, that was a that was a TV show in the nineties, right? It was probably some Christian show. <laughs> um. Or it was either the it was either Pasta Vino or the Pasta House. Oh, the Pasta House, that, Pasta House Company. Uh, that I'm familiar with. Maybe that's where it was. I haven't been. Pasta but. Bob worked for me for about two years. Yeah, he retired. Pasta get, Bob, right? Pasta yeah. Bob. He retired and then like got bored. And he's very Catholic, so he wanted to work for a Catholic organization. So he came to the hospital, worked, and would. Gave us like his recipe book for everything from the pasta house. That's so we'd wild. Have pasta house days where That's he would awesome. cook all of the hits from the pasta house, and we would like fucking pack out like I'm a damn sure. restaurant. Yeah, like the biggest days we've ever had are pasta, pasta Rob, Bob, just dude, the hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty Bob, much. Sorry, I got him mixed up with bro- broccoli. Cook, Rob. <laughs> he would come out, and shake everybody's hands, talk to everybody, and it was always like a big thing. Like awesome, Miss Bob. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, pasta vino. I hadn't heard of it. But that's before my time. Because um, even when I was in high school, I remember that washing being in there. It, fellas, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know that, but that was a while ago. It's just like every time I pass that one massage place, it's like, you were Little Caesars. Wait, what? What massage place? Uh, or maybe it's a, or a chiropractor or whatever, like bes- right beside washing. Oh, oh, that was a little Caesars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was a, a little chiropractor. I don't remember the little Caesars being <laughs> yeah, there. That's where the first little Caesars was, and then they went away, went away for, for like years, twenty years, and, and came, then back, down came the road. back, and now they're down the road in that <laughs> yeah. one other shopping center. I'm asking Tanya what the name of the place was <laughs> because she worked there. Like, oh yeah, she was. It was Pasta Vino. Pasta okay. Vino nailed it. Uh, she worked there. She was. I, th- I want to say she was like. 14 or 15 and she you know we back then we could work part-time jobs at that age you didn't yeah. have to be you can't anymore well i don't know if you can i think there's not many places that'll hire young Someone teenagers 16. but 16 really? now is like the very baseline of oh. like chick-fil-a used to be known for hiring kids mm-hmm. but they could only work until like seven or eight o'clock at night right and they could yeah. only get like so many hours per week yeah, because of school right. and stuff. That's how it was for me when I was 15 at the yeah. Olive Garden, the only real Italian restaurant in yeah. this town. <laughs> but she yeah, s- still, she, you're right. <laughs> she was waitressing there. I don't know if she's waitressing or hostessing or what, but she always tells the story about how one night she got she gets off work and she was like trying to get out of there. She One day to, this place will be washing. <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> she uh, and I'm probably getting the story wrong. 
Although I've heard it a hundred times. I'm probably getting this wrong. But you she, want to call her? She left. No, she won't. This place is so... This place is filthy. I'm out of here. Well, you get out of here. Suddenly, I mean, we're going to be washing. We <laughs> <laughs> should do that. <laughs> she she left work, and she was... I don't know if she was waiting on her friend to come pick her up and take her home or what, but a tour bus pulls up into the parking lot and goes in... A tour bus. A tour bus pulled into the parking lot and like they a got band out. Tour and bus. Got, or... they, they went in. Yeah. While she was waiting, it was Journey. Ozzy Osbourne. It was, it was journey. journey. Yeah. That's wild, dude. <laughs> but she didn't get a chance to wait on him because she had already got off work. Did Did she know it was Journey? Because After, even though the bus stopped, the wheels kept turning. <laughs> the wheel in the <laughs> sky <laughs> kept on. I couldn't turning. work in the sky. I try, uh, <laughs> the uh, I don't. So I don't. Don't. I don't think she actually got to meet them, but. She found. I think she found out after the fact that Journey came in. Is Steve Perry in there eating spaghetti? Yeah, probably because that was them. And, it and was the like, other guys. <laughs> yeah, but I can't. What are the other guys eating? Um, <laughs> he gave them their his meatballs here. <laughs> his pasta castoffs. <laughs> they're in the corner like dogs, and he's like throwing them meatballs like bones. <laughs> And they're over there going, yeah, we'll get you out of here eventually. <laughs> we'll hire a little Japanese dude who sounds just like you, and we'll do anything we say. Yeah, it's pretty wild. He sounds, he sounds just exactly like him. Like yeah. I think I mentioned before that movie Rockstar with Probably. Mark Wahlberg where he he's in a cover band of oh, right. Steel yeah. Dragon, and they hear him out in the audience like mock, mimicking the singer perfectly, and they're like, they hire him to be in the band, yeah. and they kick out the... They kick out. It was it was basically Judas Priest, because uh, the lead singer of the band was gay, but he was super closeted because right. it wouldn't been good for the image back then, and so they brought in Wahlberg to just replace him. And so that's what they did to the Japanese dude from Journey. He does sound just like Steve Barry. Exactly. Like I mean, it's like it's, it's creepy. It's how wild. Much he sounds like it. But anyway, Tanya came this close to meeting Journey. At Pastavino, which Man. eventually became Washing, which is coming soon. Coming soon, baby. <laughs> Any day now. <laughs> Any day now. Uh, I've also been playing uh, the Anacrusis. I don't know you if you mentioned guys it. have heard of this one. Mm-mm. You mentioned it to me. Yeah, it's um, it's like a four-player co-op shooter. It's one of those. So I know a lot of people aren't into those, but in the vein of Left for Dead or uh warhammer vermintide or back for blood it's it's kind of it's mm. one of those but it's like set on it's a but in, it's sci-fi but instead of like futuristic sci-fi it is like late 60s early 70s sci-fi so everything's got this like mod aesthetic to it mm-hmm. and like even like the aliens that you're fighting look like dudes in suits essentially okay. like in, in like so it's it's very um it's very cheesy in that regard um uh, but like man there are moments where it's like you're in this ship and then like there was this moment where everything's all looks very like very mod and it's like you're going down this corridor and instead of it looking like i guess i'm just so used to like gritty sci-fi now you know that's like kind of mm-hmm. like the thing it is now uh, but it's like getting this vibe of like, holy shit, this is like, and this is not to say that Dr. Strange is sci-fi, but like, this is like on the verge of psychedelic. Mm. Um, and it's like, you're going down this corridor and it's like, 
you're instead of like it being structured with squares, it's just these giant colorful circles that you're going through and going down this corridor and all of a sudden emptying out into this like immaculate outside garden that's um with like these like white adobe walls Mm -hmm. and like the like uh conical uh trees and shrubbery and all that like perfectly manicured and it's like holy shit like what the fuck just happened (laughs) and then like so we're fighting aliens out there in this in this garden and then my sister is like hey look up and so like I because I, I hadn't looked up because I've been f- shooting dudes. Yeah, and I look up and you can see like p- panels that are like flickering. So like it's, it's, a, it's a holodeck, holodeck. type of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so very very neat. And then there's like this battle where it's like in that same garden where it's just this enormous field of like um, sci-fi flowers, mm-hmm. and it's like you have to go through this field and like they're popping out and like so you can't see them and all that. So it's very 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 neat. Um, For some reason, when you told me about the game, I pictured it being on like an abandoned cruise ship called the Anna Cruces. The Anna Cruces, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know why yeah when you say the Anna Cruces, which I assume is the name of the ship, I got to be honest with you, not don't like, know where it, what it, not following the story at all, shooting aliens, killing things, t- taking in the scenery, not, and it's like I, it's also an early access, so it's one of those things where it's like. Maybe they're gonna add more story. Maybe they'll in. flesh it out. Hopefully right now. they don't. We're just hopefully stuff. it's hopefully it is just that where it's like, <laughs> it hey, is this, what is, it is. this is it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I guess. What's the new COVID variant? Anacrusis. <laughs> <laughs> What's the new? Uh, is there a new Passion of the Christ movie out? What's that called? The Anacrusis. <laughs> Daughter of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Steve. It's Stephen King's take. Oh, they take did that already. Fashion. It was called uh, the uh, Da Vinci Code. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Are those good? Yeah, they're okay. I yeah. liked them. John they were Oliver. really big at the, you know when they had. Their oh, I know they were huge. They were a huge thing. I I read the books uh, as well, and they're yeah they're good. Okay. John Oliver like. Last week, just put out a bit about the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Is that right? Just like nice. He was like, I know it's been twenty years, but fuck this movie, <laughs> fuck this series. Spoilers for this twenty-year-old fucking dumb movie. the The secret is Apple. The fucking he just went on a huge rant about like they got they've got all these huge stars and all this this worldwide intrigue, and the solution to the puzzle is Apple. <laughs> oh yeah, was, that's lost on me. So I don't know bad. what the yeah. fuck you're talking about. I get that. I get that. It's a bit of a slow burn, you know. There's that movie and the other one I can't remember the name of right now. That Angels and Demons. Angels was. and Demons, which I, the book Angels and Demons was like a hundred times better than Da Vinci yeah. Code. I loved that fucking book, and I like that movie a lot actually more. But they're a bit of a slow burn. They kind of. And then they get to the big reveal. It's almost like an M. Night Shyamalan film where there's the big twist. So now that I know that it's Apple, there's no point. Nah. Yeah. You've got what you need. Good. (laughs) Good. I will not listen to it, the audiobook, while playing Final Fantasy V. (laughs) Because what? Tom Hanks is a a world renowned symbologist that they come in to solve this impossible puzzle. And the puzzle's like about. Isaac Newton. He's like, what hit Isaac Newton? It's like Hangman. Apple. A <laughs> dash dash L E. Oh, asshole. Ample. <laughs> Fuck. 
You you lose at Wordle. Yeah, you play, oh God, you guys! What is Wordle? You don't know what Wordle no, is? No, I just see on my Facebook Wordle it's and an improper fraction it is, and a bunch of colors. It's it's <laughs> it's the it's the nerdiest possible evolution of Squirtle. Uh, uh, all right, and it's fucking fantastic. I love Wordle. I play it every day. It's hang, it's Hangman essentially. I haven't gotten into the habit of playing every day, but I did play two days in a row and got the word in three guesses. Each three time. is my record. Um, it's it's you get it's a five letter word mm-hmm. that you're trying to guess. It's just a web page. It's not like an app or anything. You go to a web page and. They give you six chance, six chances, yeah, to to guess a five letter word, right? So you put your letters in for the first word, and then if if is there a clue like the topic, like no, hangman? no, there's oh. the, the clue is in the color of the letter. So it's like if I put in apple, and um, the A lit up green, then I know that hey, A is the correct letter in that slot. If it lights so it's up, the first letter is A. But if it lights up yellow, that letter is in the puzzle. It's in the word. But in the word, but, but not, not in there. that position. Right. And then it's if it's gray, else. that letter is not there at all. Yeah. So it's, you get six chances to do it, and it tracks your progress over time. It's so simple, uh, but and, and I like that. Uh, but what I love about it is what you were talking about, where you see uh, all the emojis. Because... That's really, really like a, a very clever way of using emojis because once you're finished with the puzzle, you can hit share and it generates that text based on your results. So what you're seeing someone's guess pattern where it's like, oh, okay, I can see in their first word they got um, this letter correct in they the right spot. They guess penis five times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I haven't gotten, like I said, I haven't gotten like super into it, but it's a neat idea. I play it every day, and I wouldn't even say that I'm super into it because every, I mean yeah. it's just kind of like uh, a, I got like ten minutes to kill. Sure. I can do a wordle. You get the same. Everyone gets the same word every day. Yeah, it's one per day. It's too. One That's word other, per day. Yeah, oh, that is okay. a big part. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, it's the same word. And it'll tell you like how many hours at midnight. It regenerates at midnight. Uh and but it is the same puzzle so it's for like everyone. a UO fruit basket. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, exactly. Gotcha. Yep. Except um you don't have to you wake have up to super early. Wake up early. They don't give away one per day. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody already claimed the word. Oh, fuck. See, everyone it. gets one. You want to try to get black sandals? <laughs> yeah. Everyone gets one every day. But yeah, it's a I just I had heard about it and then Gage told me about it and sent me the link the other day. So I did it a couple times. I think I've lost my I think my I don't know if I still got the cookie for it though, so I probably lost my progress. Oh, yeah. It you you don't log in, you don't have an account, you don't you just do the puzzle and it remembers your progress through the cookie right that it saves okay. on your device. That's how soft core so it is. Yeah. If and you I clear like your if you clear your cookies, you're you start over. But not that it matters. It doesn't matter. All it does is just yeah track your success rate. Well, I don't have to delete porn anymore, so I got plenty of cookies. It's fine. <laughs> I might want to clear them out every now and then. <laughs> yeah, it's not just porn cookies that build up. It's all of them. I have a rule that's essentially like when the thing pops up that says, do you accept cookies? I'm like, I'm off your site. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's get, getting so much more common. Mm-hmm. Like each sites I've got to go to. Right. And I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I do because I need the thing that I'm doing on this website. Yeah. No, I hate it when I, there are definitely times where I have to do it too, but I hate it, especially yeah. when it doesn't give you the option where to opt out Mm-mm. of it's certain cookies. Accept, it's, accept or leave. Or, right. Yeah. <laughs> but it, like the worst is when it's like some kind of like, gaming news website or something uh-huh. where it's like <laughs> I don't I can get this information somewhere else. Goodbye. <laughs> I can get this on Reddit. Good lord, fuck you. Like right now. <laughs> but yeah, if it's something where it's like, yeah, gotta have it. it. Does suck. I was just going back to the Anacrucis. Yeah. Got me thinking, you know, that would be a fun game. Jesus would have a hot daughter. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen why Jesus and his long, beautiful hair? <laughs> If he had a daughter, she'd be super hot. <laughs> the uh, the irony is, if he had a daughter, she would be Middle Eastern. <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking about the ghost ship thing that got me. Th- Man, that'd be a good game. Have you seen the movie Ghost Ship? No. Is this a sci-fi movie? Or it's a is- horror film. Whoa. Oh. No, I haven't. No, I'm this, intrigued, This though. group of, uh, this team, it's from the is it like Apollo 18? 2000s. It, so it's a little bit campy, you know, a little okay. bit overdone at some points, but it's a good movie. Uh, these salvagers, these what like movie was it called again? Ghost ship. These salvagers. Um, I'm not asking questions later. I'm just writing it down for show notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. They, uh, you know, they'll go out and recover. They'll go out and recover like derelict boats and stuff and tow them in for the metal. And is it set in the early 2000s as well? Mm-hmm. Or is it, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So it's Earth. It's it's real life. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's setting. Okay. And so they get they they do a big haul and they bring back this big old ship that would be, had been floating derelict out in the ocean. Of course, it's worth a million dollars because all the metal and all the Thing you know, they can claim it because in international waters, if you find it, it's yours. And uh, so, anyway, they're sitting around talking about how when they're going to do their next job. And this guy comes up and says, "Hey, I got a buddy who flies a radar sh- a radar plane, a and, ghost plane. And saw this yeah, from the movie, yeah, Ghost, ghost Plane. plane. <laughs> <laughs> you might be familiar with it. Uh, I bought it from the uh, I bought it from the Japanese guy who replaced Steve Perry." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Say so he didn't need any more. He had a sweet bus. He said <laughs> they get pasta sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he says he finds this, he spotted this big ship out in the middle of the ocean where there shouldn't be one. There's outside all the shipping lanes and it's everything. on land. And uh, <laughs> there shouldn't be. So it's they're in like, the air. <laughs> this isn't Final Fantasy. <laughs> but it's, a, it's this, they know, they can tell by the radar picture that it's huge it's a huge vessel okay and they think well god if we can get this it's going to be worth a couple million bucks and that's not including the ghost we could yeah even more (laughs) so they agree to do it and they go out to the boat and it turns out to be this um cruise liner that was thought to have sunk back in the like 40s or 50s or something i can't remember when maybe this i'm intrigued so don't go too deep into this i won't i won't there's not just a tip tip, yeah yeah that's (laughs) the ghost tip. then they they find it and things happen. Hijinks ensue. Yeah, uh, it's. All right. I actually still will watch that one on a fairly regular basis. So really, like, that's a good one to fill uh, an hour and a half of just. Is this on Shutter? I don't know where it's at right okay. now. It could be Ghost Ship. It, it was a major theatrical movie type of deal, wow. so it's it's should be out there somewhere. I'm gonna um, go to just watch right now because this is good podcasting. Yeah. I want to know because if I don't do it, I'll forget about it. Yeah, I, I recommend it. To anyone that likes horror movies, um, 
that's a good one. That's a good one to have in your repertoire. Is it the sequel to Ghost? <laughs> no. Thank goodness, because if it were, I wouldn't have watched it. Uh, it is on Tubi with ads. Apparently, I'm gonna have to. I'm actually gonna have to rent this bad boy. It looks like. Yeah, give it a war- give it a watch. I think you'll like it. All right, Ghost Ship. Ghost. Not the sequel to Ghost or Ghost Plane. <laughs> I think Ghost Plane was a sequel to Snakes on a Plane. I haven't seen Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> really? I've only seen like uh, clips. Yeah. And then, like, that's really all you need. See, that's what everyone tells me. <laughs> that's what, and when I say that, everyone says it's really all you need. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, I've heard like the clips of like the made the TV edit where it's like, get these monkey fighting snakes yeah, off this Monday, Friday fight. plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's one. There's some movies they need to just not ever put on regular oh, TV. Dude, no, they we need more of that. <laughs> well, okay, uh, dude, I, I, would, get, I get it. I, I would pay money. Like I would pay money for a copy of the um, the Mallrats TV version because to hear Kevin Smith talk about it is like holy shit! I didn't even know they put it on like television, and (laughs) so yeah, I want to hear all of those fucking like. Remember the state had a really good skit about that. Oh, I love the state. I don't remember that that sketch, but man, I love the state. The state, like I had never heard of it until. James from uh, from seminary told me because he was all about the state. State, it was a little bit before your time. I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, and a lot of that, a lot of that crew from the state spun off and like to Reno nine one one and yep, Kid yeah. Marino, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. Well, you guys want to talk about uh, about one, two, three, four, five, six hockey games? Is sure. that including the one that we've already done an episode on or not? Yeah, it is including. So you're at five hockey games. <laughs> so you NHL 94 fans out there, you lucky fucking ducks. Yeah. Not only did you hear us talk about <laughs> Ghost Ship, you get to a bonus dose of NHL 94. I didn't realize you had already done NHL 94. Yeah, it was early on. on. Yeah, it was on IGN's list. Okay. Yeah. And I guess we can get into all of that sure. here in a minute. You guys want to take a break? Take a break. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. You take a wordle. <laughs> We're back. All right. With some hard hitting hockey facts for oh. all you hockey fans out there. Yeah. Man. All you Zambonis. St. Louis Blues reference. Yeah, insert St. Louis Blues reference here. Yeah, (laughs) you know, I thought about you. um, You, you remember that great story I told about uh, going to Coles and seeing all those '80s colors on those sweatshirts and all that. I thought about you because while I was there on the clearance rack, I Mm. saw a St. Louis Blues jersey, and I mentioned to Nikki. uh, I said, "Hey." How much is this? It'd be fun to get it for mm-hmm. Tyler. And then mm-hmm. I was like, eh, not that fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, but not I, that much. Jerseys ain't cheap, yeah. even when Jersey's they're on sale. Yeah. I've only ever owned one, and it was because I bought it in a yard sale for much cheaper than I could have bought it. Yeah. Because I bought, and I don't even like like the Red Wings, but I had a giant-ass Red Wings jersey. Man, yes. And somebody stole it out of my house. And I was like, oh, I want another one of those go online nope mm-mm, nope i'll never have another one of those unless i happen to see one at a yard sale yeah. i have one 
football jersey. It's Pittsburgh Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger mm. jersey, but I got it. Raplesberger? Yeah, like well before then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so would you say the value of that jersey has gone up? I don't know. <laughs> or, or way down. Or down. Well, he, just, I mean, he just played his last game this past weekend. Isn't it? Mm. Let's think about that sentence for a moment. Isn't that weird? <laughs> he just played his last game. I don't know. Just weird. Seems weird to me. <laughs> it's a little weird. He's been on that. He's Seems been on that. According to his body or justice. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was on the Steelers for like 18 years. Yeah. But that's a long time yeah, to be playing. I don't know uh, if he's retiring or but I know he's not playing for Pittsburgh anymore. Yeah. He'll probably retire. The interim director at work uh, was from Pittsburgh, and you know we have to have a, you always had to have a covering when you're on the kitchen. So he brought his Steelers hat he would wear, and whenever he left and I got the job, he left it for me. So that's still what I wear in the kitchen. So if I if I walk out into the cafe area with it on, everybody's like, "Oh man, you Steelers fan!" I like the color yellow. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then, of course, another worker, uh, she bought me a Browns hat. She's like, you can't just have a Steelers hat. Here's a Browns hat. I was like, okay, I don't care either way. There are hats that'll be right here. <laughs> well, that's nice. Man, I don't get free hats at work. No. You're I, too- got, I got mugs and hats for days, dog. Damn, son, you're two hats ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, uh, you bring up the Red Wings. Uh, there is... God, I don't know if it's in my closet still or not because I stopped wearing it. I bought, I've told this, I know I've told this on the show probably a, a long time ago, hopefully. But with one thing I used to like to do when eBay was new was go on there and buy shirts for a dollar. Like it was like almost like a dollar shirt challenge kind of deal where it was like go on eBay, search for shirt, filter by one dollar and see what's there. And uh, I got some shirts that I really liked. You get a bunch of, or I, I tried playing this game a couple of years ago, and the results were not good. Right. Um, but back in the day, uh, you could get like weird, like local camp shirts and like stuff like that. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, all right, this is neat. Um, and that was when they were still selling stuff that they found in their garage. And right. Yeah. Not. Had, it hadn't turned into a marketplace right, as much yeah, as a exactly. it was an online yard sale. Because I'm not saying that that stuff isn't findable anymore, but like it definitely takes more work. Because like a couple of years ago, when I tried it, what I ran into a whole bunch was just I guess people reselling like packs of colored Hanes t-shirts oh, and okay. stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it's just like I guess for like if you're doing screen printing or something. Right. But I mean, it was all that kind of stuff. And it's like I mean, that's I guess that's great. If you're screen printing shit, but right. I just want, I just want cheesy fucking local shirts that are a dollar, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of those shirts was um, a Red Wing shirt, and I fucking loved that Red Wing shirt. Uh, like I don't know anything about hockey that I haven't learned outside of video games and Kevin Smith movies, right? But 
I I fucking love the Red Wings logo. I think that mm-hmm. is fantastic. I love it. I love yeah. it. Uh, I don't know if it's changed recently. Hopefully it has it. Probably not. Because in my mind, like it's just, you know, whatever it was, I guess, in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right, okay, that's good. I'm all about it. Um, so anyway, that's a long way of saying I owned a shirt once. <laughs> <laughs> that's your hockey experience right there. That's the hockey experience. <laughs> Which you also can get. From NHLPA Hockey 93. That is true. I have some, uh, I guess I have some facts about it. Sure. If we want to start with that. I know the one, the one fact you said in our chat on Discord. I found that one too. Okay. Well, if I forget it, please. I I will remember. Because I don't even remember what I said. It's in my notes. Um, This is a game. This is an ice hockey game. I don't know if you guys got that or not Mm -hmm. from the title. And the cover art. And the cover art. I have some <laughs> yeah. things to say about the cover art. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, it was developed by Park Place Productions, uh, published by... Monopoly fame. I was going to say, right. as opposed to Broadway, <laughs> Broadway International. Boardwalk. Or yeah. Boardwalk International. <laughs> or, uh, Four railroads. <laughs> B&O, railroad, Mediterranean. Games. What's the purple ones? Baltic Go. and Mediterranean? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's Jail. Pause. <laughs> let's see if we can name all of the spots on the Monopoly board. Purple is first. Is Baltic first or Mediterranean? This is off to a rough start. I thought it was the baby blue ones were first. I'm pretty sure the purple ones are first. Okay. Then the baby blue ones. Because I think you got the purple ones. God, now There's I'm like drawing. a community chest or something in there. Yeah. I hate Monopoly, so I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm drawing a blank on a lot of those names. I know yeah. Baltic. Uh, uh, St. Charles? St. Charles That's Place. a baby blue. St. Charles Place, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, St. Buddy's Place. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I can't name any of the other Mortim- ones. Mortimer's Alley. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love a Mortimer's Alley. <laughs> Lucius is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we well, got that- we got a uh, kind of Animal Crossing Monopoly. Uh, and she's like, Chris. "This is an anime monopoly. What the fuck?" <laughs> I told you I, I wanted specifically anime. Said, "Get me anime monopoly." Get this this Tom Nook shit out of my face (laughs) Fuck this capitalism bullshit Father I need (laughs) (laughs) I I, I need Japanese cartoons and now Animal Crossing isn't that far off From anime It's really not I mean But she's like hey you wanna play Monopoly Oh you know who loves that your mom Why don't you take that back to your mom's house I fucking hate Monopoly so much. Why do you hate Monopoly? I feel like we've talked about this before, but just, refresh me. I just think it's boring. Um, Monopolistic. Boring, and then usually <laughs> if one person kind of starts to get ahead, it kind of turns into just a, a a chase. And if you're not that one person out of how many you're playing, then it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It does take a... Monopoly is definitely one of those games that suffers from, oh, shit, I've already lost... Yeah, there's no mathematical uh, way for me to catch up. Now I just got to sit here Can't while everyone else tries hours. to win. <laughs> yep. Now I got to sit here and be poor like I am in real life. <laughs> but this it's isn't not really, fun at all. It's not really that long of a game, though, if you're playing it the right way and you're like auctioning off properties. If yeah. No, it, like if, if you're doing it that way... You can finish a game like I'm not gonna say quick, but it ain't the fucking like six hour ordeal it was when I was a child. God. And we were just like, "What are the rules of Monopoly? I don't know. I'm not gonna read them. Let's just fucking build houses, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Draw cards and build houses. Yeah, it actually kind of, does sound kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I played Monopoly, going over to a kid's house in elementary school, um, and it's like, it's weird to think of a time where I didn't know what Monopoly was. Yeah. Uh, because now it's like they have Monopoly in every flavor. Oh my god! They have it in the Animal Crossing flavor. Mm-hmm. Surprised they don't me. have it in like the last Avatar, the last Airbender, and Full Metal Alchemist Monopoly. You know, the Avatar Let's they might see. have. I could see Avatar being Full Metal Alchemist. Not I don't so know. Not so much. That's what, maybe, but probably. But not. But you know, you could see it with Avatar. You could have the rail line being the uh, the flying uh, like bisons. Oh, is, it, have, is that a real thing? Yep, that's on Amazon. They do. They have it. <laughs> what about okay. Full Metal? <laughs> here's, here's a Naruto Monopoly. Oh, okay. shit. Mm-hmm. They have a Legend of Korra Monopoly. <laughs> Probably, I mean, man. if they've they got have Avatar, Avatar right? they have that, yeah. Gotta ha- be, make everyone happy. Monopoly, that's wild. That is wild to me that Monopoly became that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, no Full Metal. Not surprised there. Yep. Well, there are full metal board games, but not Monopoly. There's a market we need to fill, boys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Can't copyright a game, Here, as far as I know. Here's a homebrew full metal alchemist Monopoly set. There we go. <laughs> Is that on? So Etsy? I guess it exists, just not <laughs> not in the official Parker Brothers format. Is there a hockey? Is there a hockey Monopoly? Has to be Hockopoly. Has to be Hockopoly. Hockopolis. Uh, this game was published by. Oh, that was a great segue, wasn't it? Park Place. Yeah. <laughs> Just a hard. All right, that's done. Uh, published by Electronic Arts Sports Network. Uh, it was uh, released in late 1992 for the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo. Came out on the Genesis first, which totally makes sense because the first game in this series was a Genesis exclusive, wasn't on the Super Nintendo. So this is like the first taste. Of uh, this first crumb of EA hockey that SNES got. I am a Nintendo, particularly a Super Nintendo fanboy, clearly, because of what we're doing. So, like, I am always going to defend the Super Nintendo and everything on it because I fucking love it. That's my childhood. That's my favorite. That's my heart. But, but. I was Street Hockey 95 <laughs> is horrible. I, I was a huge fan of NHL 94 on the Genesis. I loved that game. I loved the shit. That's the only sports game I can say that I've ever loved and played the shit out of. And this series is dog shit on the SNES compared to the Genesis. Mm. Hands down, all the way around, it fucking sucks shit in comparison. Really? Yes. No, I mean, you played the two versions side by side, and it's just like... What the fuck was that? How did Nintendo? How could it not fucking compare? Yeah, it did not. Well, you can tell that they definitely were developing for the Genesis, mm-hmm. and that the Super Nintendo was an afterthought. And you can see that really even. I was thinking about that in the control scheme, because the Genesis is typically three buttons. You're if you're if you're designing a game for the Genesis. You're really dealing with three buttons. I know the six-button controllers exist, and you should definitely pick one of those up if you're playing Genesis games. But, you know, when they're designing it, they're designing for 
the lowest common denominator. So it's like you can see that in the Super Nintendo version because it's like when I was playing it, I was like, I got so many buttons, but really there's just these three that I use. Yep. Yep. Can't just want to be a fight button? Right. Can't, can't L and R like shuffle through players? Can I select players that way? Now I got to use one of the face buttons. Well, what the big thing being that what the Genesis had a faster processor and hockey, hockey is such a fast paced game that the Genesis just kept up with it a lot fucking better. And that's why it feels sort of choppy and sluggish on the SNES, particularly starting off with NHL PA 93. Yeah. Because that does, it feels, my wheelhouse being NHL 94 on the Genesis, playing this in Super Nintendo is just like, yeah, really? Whoa, man. Well, see, uh, dip it in molasses, and that's what you got. <laughs> I didn't play it on the Genesis. I I intended to kind of like do a side by side because I typically like to do that when I can. Uh, but I just we recorded three days ago, so it's like we had I we had like three days to prepare this. So it was like I I didn't I wasn't able to do it. I just played on the Super Nintendo, and to me, not like not doing the side by side. Honestly, it felt okay to me. It's it's an okay, yeah. I'm just saying in comparison, sure. But on its own merits, the Super Nintendo version, it's still the best hockey series. Hockey series, hands down, on the Super Nintendo. I played a little bit of all of the ones that we're kind of eliminating with this episode. Good. Uh, with, I did not from '93 up to '98. I think. Yeah. I think that was the last one. I think 97 might be the last one. 98. 98 is. Wow, 98 made it on there. So what are we dealing with? It's just 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98. And it's the same essential game every time, just with maybe a little bit better or sometimes... One or two more modes and an updated roster. Or sometimes worse graphics even. Um, I did find myself liking NHL 94 the best out of all of them. I, I, uh, I felt like it was the most sort of, it wasn't overdone. It was p- polished. Yep. And I felt like it was, it looked better and it was easier for me to play. But then after that, the little things that they did were just, it's, just yeah. fluff. It didn't matter. Yeah, 94 and 96 and are considered the best ones. Mm-hmm. 94 was on IGN's top 100 list of Super Nintendo games. And I know that, like, um, I watched a, a video uh, that, like, went through the history of um, the, NH- the EA NHL games and um, talked about 94 being one of those games that gets, like, updated rosters um, through ROM hacks. Uh, which I think is really neat. I like like there's a community that has built around yeah. NHL '94, and I think that's like, stuff like that. While I'm not, you know, it's not my bag, but it's something that I can look at and be like, wow, that's really fucking cool. Yeah, that like I, enough people like this game mm-hmm. that they're willing to rom hack it to sure. keep it up. You can respect the dedication. There. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I agree. Like playing '93 versus '94. Uh, I mean, I like '94 better uh-huh. but i don't like that they took the fighting out uh of 93 because like not, there's fighting in 93 and there's no fighting in 94 mm-hmm. um and that was because nhl and the nhl players association uh didn't like the amount of fighting uh in nhl pa 93 so they <laughs> told ea uh hey if you want these licenses 
Take yeah, the fighting take out. Uh, why don't you fight less, and then we'll put it in our game less. <laughs> we do an accurate depiction of the level of fighting. Thank you. I mean, I I can't speak to that, but I imagine <laughs> they probably do, right? Yeah. I mean, fights happen in hockey, right? Yeah. yeah. All the time. Uh, and they don't stop it. They just they let it let play out. Play. <laughs> like, let them fight. Because I know, like, uh, I think the stat on it was that in NHL PA 93, you can have, there can be a ma- like up to five fights in a game. Uh, there was, at least in the Genesis version, blood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My sweat or alien blood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the just the fact that, um, that yeah, fighting was in the game. They were like, yeah, if you want these licenses, then you need to get rid of that. <laughs> but we're EA. It's in the game. It's in the game. <laughs> which they started if doing. If it's in, in the game, it's in the game. Right. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah. They started doing that in ninety in the ninety four version was when it popped up at the beginning and said EA Sports. It's in the game. And that was in every one of them after that. Well, even like NHL PA, the versions from Super Nintendo Genesis, the Genesis had saves. So you could save your progress like through a season and your lines and stuff like that as opposed to passwords password the SNES. Yeah. So which is a that's that's a pretty big deal to for me at least. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That's lesser for sure. I mean, comparing those side by side. Because what you just have exhibition uh and playoff mode in NHLPA. I mean, because it's it's bare bones. This is them just getting just the skeleton together of what is going to be the biggest hockey series yeah, ever. Sure. So I can understand where it's they're still figuring it out. They're still working there, so it's gonna be bare bones. But the the idea, the best perspective of any hockey game on the sixty mid era is now. Yeah. Because yeah. where you see all the other like what hit the ice has the NBA jam perspective. Right. You know? And then there's where they still try to do the weird 3D perspective and rotating around the prayers, which doesn't work. Like right. It's, or where, yeah, nothing works as well as this top down vertical perspective. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, what's interesting to me is I was thinking about today, I was thinking like, what, how, what is it like to design a sports game? Uh, you know, cause it's a completely different beast than like the stuff that we no- regularly have been talking about, like platformers and stuff where it's like, there is no level design in a sports game. Right. It, it it's is an arena that is predetermined whether it be based on a city's actual stadium or what, or, you know, arena, it's going to be regulation, it's gonna be a regulation it size mm-hmm. and. On the, on the thing. It's yeah. all about just like deciding what kind of experience you want and then building the mechanics around that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like one of the things that like they did brilliantly with this series was like they didn't they didn't try to do anything um cheeky, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like hit the ice or anything. It was yeah, it, no, it's serious. It is simulation. It, it is. Uh but but like manageable simulation because it's like if they really wanted to be hardcore about it, I know we're not to this part in the show mm-hmm. yet, but one of my like list three good things about this game would be when I was playing this game, I always knew where the puck was. Mm-hmm. I always knew who had the puck. Mm-hmm. Which which is Highlighted by a like a star, a star around the base of the feet of the player, right. which was really good. Right, really, really good. And the camera, right. the, the the focal point of the camera is always the puck. 
So it's like the puck is always like in the middle in of the, the screen. Center. Yeah. And that's how it should be. The yeah. camera follows the puck and the game just indicates, hey, this is who you're controlling right now. This is who has the puck. And right if you're now. off screen, it's got an arrow pointing down or up saying you need to either switch players or get up here. Right. You know, if you got stuck as goalie or whatever and you forgot to switch or whatever. Right. You know. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's really cool. And I think you could tell that like that they got it, that it's like, hey, what we need to do is perfect the mechanics of this and not really and the in you know, the people will come as opposed to like, let's do something that's a little more flashy, a little outside the box. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Game Informer ranked this in 2001 as the 20th best video <laughs> right. game ever made. Yeah. Ever. So it not be- in the best hockey no, game. Not the hockey. 20th best video game yeah. ever made. That's that's a what we call editor bias. <laughs> <laughs> Someone got a nice bonus in their stocking that year. An argument could be made. An argument could be made that it is like the start of the that whole franchise, which which it isn't. <laughs> but on the Super Nintendo, it is. Yeah. But uh, man, when I say that, even though it's like, yeah, but what about like Madden NFL? Like that's gotta be like a bit like more iconic, like a bigger touchstone mm-hmm. than NHL hockey. I would mm-hmm. think. Like I'm not gonna mother started it all, but I'm not gonna say it's better than Earthbound. Sure. Like, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> But like okay, the the art of this episode, the art, the game show, blah, 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 the art of this game of the box N- art. N- NHL NHL PA ninety three. Yeah, and I love that this is a segment yeah. because <laughs> it really justifies me just using the box art as the show art. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about, go to tadpog.com. There you go. There it is. It's going to be the show art. <laughs> you know, or youtube.com. Put in tadpog. It's the, yeah, same there. That's right. At first glance of the. I didn't really think much of it, but then I started looking deeper and found this to be very interesting. Is this one of those is it few, magic eye? It's one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those few things. One of those few games where the box art is essentially just a photograph that someone took of a moment during a hockey game, yeah, like an actual hockey game, <laughs> and it'd be like a Sports Illustrated style photo, exactly. And and so I was looking here. Let me get my phone. Oh, big letters and. Red and red, white, red, white, and blue all around it. This is not Canadian. We just want to let you know. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely this is American buying. hockey. It's fine. You can buy this. <laughs> <laughs> so I got there's the uh, obvious selling point of having the real players in the game. Uh, they had little boxes down the side, little little small photos of some of the big hockey stars at the time uh, that are red in Hall. this game. You know, talking about. He hey, had a this, you're, getting a, you're getting yeah. an a- accurate experience here because we've got the real names and the real stats and all this stuff. So that was obvious. Um, they blocked out the logos for the teams on the box. Mm, it was the right. It's, 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 it's just the, the cities. It's the Rangers and the Flyers is who's actually playing on the box. The New York Rangers and the Philadelphia Flyers, but they blocked out their team logos and their team logos are not in the game right it's just pittsburgh and philadelphia right. and new york i think in later because there's no nhl endorsement on this game just the players association but starting in 94 it was nhl right. and the players association right. and they had the actual logos and because the actual they took teams. the fighting out 
uh, because they took the fighting out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the there. Okay, so I was looking. It, there's you can see a little bit of the audience. Oh, behind the, the watching the game in the in the photograph are the two girls holding the sign that says "We sucked your dick in high school, Tyler." <laughs> are they in that photo? Nope. I like that. No. And he's just like looking down <laughs> as he skates by. <laughs> uh, no, but there is a guy that there's a guy that standing there. It's like pretty much right behind the goal. It looks like he'd rather be anywhere fucking else. <laughs> I was yeah. hoping you were going to say, this is like a, a Disney animation thing where it's like, and his dick is out. He looks. Yeah. You can see the out, a shadow of a dude get his dick sucked <laughs> on the cover of the game. You can see the outline of something from the Little Mermaid cover yeah. on, the, on his pants. There's a guy hanging himself and jerking off <laughs> in the shadows. That's a heron. <laughs> uh, I think he may be like a someone that works there you know, like a, an usher or something. Sure. But there's also... Usher was there? Yeah. Usher? Usher's there. What you can see of the audience, there's just there's one woman in the audience who looks like excited to be there. Everyone oh. else is just sort of sitting nicely, <laughs> you know, minding their own business. It's a business. nice, polite Canadian honky uh, game. You can tell that she she's clearly a Philly fan. Uh, <laughs> Before the Fanatic. But right behind the action is taking place at the goal. Someone's obviously trying to, you know, muscle the puck into the net, and there's a whole thing going on. And but right behind them, there is a logo for a, for a product. Uh oh, that's partially blocked out. And I figured out what it was. Oh, it was a mystery. I mean, you can kind of tell by looking. Were you all like enhance? I did. Enhanced. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've seen the box art, but I haven't. But I don't know this half logo you're talking about. I'm gonna take a guess. It was probably Seven Up. Nope. Damn. Alka Seltzer Plus. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I, 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 I think that says Plus. And then my, you know, early '90s, late '80s. How all the commercials and logos mm -hmm. still stick in my head. I said, wait a minute. And I got to looking and I brought up, I have the power. <laughs> I brought up 1993 Alka Seltzer Plus logo. And sure enough, it fit. It was the same, like Man. what I could see of it matched up with the Alka Seltzer Plus logo. Dude, so it's fucked up that I like. You're welcome for the bump, Alka Seltzer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're open to an Alka Seltzer sponsorship. Yep. Yep. Are they still around? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I mm. remember. It's weird. Were you saying that Alka Seltzer Plus and talking about like the late '80s, early '90s? Like that. It opened a fucking memory door in my in my mind of those fucking commercials where it was like this couple. And like he would put the Alka Seltzer tablets in the in the glass of water, uh, and I feel like they were fighting. They were like I don't know. I feel like they were like the lockhorns of uh, <laughs> of uh, pills you dip into water. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. Yeah, maybe I'm misremembering it. Who well, knows? I did find one commercial for Alka Seltzer Plus from back then. Yeah, it showed like these construction workers out in the cold oh, and these yeah. dock workers and the rain and all this stuff and the guy that starts talking first he's like wearing a hard hat and a big old you know warm jean jacket like what you've got on dave uh and he's like it works hard on tough cold so i can get out and work or whatever the guy looked 
deadpan like Christian Bale. I thought it was <laughs> Christian Bale. I had to look, and I'm like, wait a minute, no, 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 no. There's no way this is. He's Christian a time Bale traveler because. This is 1993. There's no way this is him. But I but, swear but I. But you saw the lady lost that. in the machinist. He could probably do that. This is true. This is That's true. probably him. God, I thought I it was. I brought the ad agency and looked, and his name is Christian Snail. That's <laughs> the damnedest thing. Christian He's like Snail. Christian Bale. He's just really fucking slow, man. <laughs> when he swears out somebody on set, it's like fucking at 50% speed. <laughs> <laughs> it, t- it takes so much longer to get through it. But. Uh, Anyway, that was the Alka-Seltzer Plus logo. Nice. This segment brought to you by Alka-Seltzer Plus. I love it. Man, I would have bet everything on 7-Up. Fuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I got from the box art. Well, what, what were your impressions of it when you saw it? What did you, what did you expect? I expect exactly what I got. I mean, it... A mediocre hockey experience? Yeah, I didn't expect much given the year and given the fact that this was sort of the first in the series. And But, you know, I feel like it's hard to do that particular question on a sports on game. On a sports game, it is. Because you it know kind of what you're getting into. Yeah. You know, uh, there's no mystery there. So I feel like – I mean, I feel like what I what I expected was – there, this is at least a good going to be a good effort at giving true hockey fans mm-hmm. uh, an experience they weren't having before, which is real players, real stats, real, mm-hmm. you know, all the as close as we can get to it being something good as opposed to this is just ho- this is pro hockey and we made up teams and we made up names and you know yep. that's it, it was obvious to me that's who was being catered to and i think they did fine yeah i didn't hate the game i thought it was okay yep you know it had its we've played shitty much shittier hockey games yeah i thought it was pretty good yeah i, I mean honestly i thought it was pretty good sco- i scored a few goals you, you know did better than i did it's hard but i mean yeah Learned I learned what icing is. I did too. I did that a lot. Yeah, it's if you if the puck crosses three damn lines. If you're behind your line yeah. and you hit the puck and it crosses into past the third line, they call that icing, and you have to do a face off at the point at which it was called. And I've read why that is a thing, because back in I have a note about this too. Mm. Icing, icing. It is the center line that divides the rink. The center red line divides the rink into two halves. If any player shoots the puck from anywhere on his side of the center red line, down past the goal line of the opposing side, mm-hmm. it's called icing. Icing is then called. This results in an automatic stoppage of the faceoff in the zone of the team that iced the puck. This was instituted in 1937. Because this technique was used as a strategy to run out the clock towards the end of the game. So, in other words, if we're up by one and they're down here, that you and I get hold of the puck, I can just shoot that fucker all the way down to the end of the other end of the ring, make him chase it, rink, make him chase it, and run off valuable time. And so they said they stopped doing it, or they stopped allowing it because it got boring. Yeah. Because towards the end of a period, the they, right, they just keep doing that, and right. there's no hockey, so they just they made it a rule. It's like taking a knee, yeah, pretty much, or running the football 
two yards. Right. Then three yards. <laughs> and then four yards. Yeah. And making, everybody's like, this which is fun. Is, so which is totally football. legal. Right. Which is totally legal, but yeah, it's a strat. It's a strat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I learned what icing. I finally, it, despite being told many times what icing is, uh, I learned what it was too this time because I, I read the very lengthy instruction manual. Yeah. For this game, and it is long. It like is. it is a long boy. It's I mean not like crazy crazy, but I mean we're talking like upwards of twenty eight pages mm-hmm. kind of deal. And it's like it is nice because they go over like they go over the the rules that are going to be called in this video game. Mm-hmm. So it's like they don't go over everything, but they go over like icing. They go over offsides. Uh, they go over like power play. Uh, all that kind of stuff, and, like how penalties and like the penalty box is handled, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, this is like kind of nice, yeah. That it's like this is in here because they don't assume that you know everything right. about hockey, just right? Because you're playing this game, yeah, and, I, and that's great. And I think that is really, really good. Mm-hmm. That's like a, it's like okay, this is this is nice. I wish I would have read it. Before I played the game, uh, I did do it in the reverse order, but hey. This time I actually read the manual first because I had a feeling I was not going to have any idea what to do. But even then, I think it probably it's intuitive enough. It is pretty intuitive. You only have the three buttons to choose from. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like if you want to shoot a wrist shot, you tap A. Right. You want to do a slap shot, you hold Hold that fucker down. Yeah, just hold it. Yeah, I was like, I played, I played. EA, NHL 94, I got it. So I just jumped in. Yeah, um, well, that's true. Because the the controls do, do not change yeah. throughout the entire series of these games. They're the same exact controls mm-hmm. for each game. And they even, so I saw that, so they could, the control scheme for, what, NHL 94, everything about that was straight up emulated for Mutant League Hockey on the Genesis. If you yeah, I've heard Mutant of that. League I never played it. So it's, the monster version of NHL 94. Oh, well, and man. I like that, too, because it kind of reminds me of how like some first-person shooter games now have a Call of Duty setting where your control scheme is the same as Call of Duty yeah. by default because that if you're used to playing that, you can just hit that button, and now it does all the same thing. Mm-hmm. So having that sort of a standardized <clears throat> excuse me, a standardized control, control scheme is a good thing. Well, now that we've all we've all played the game, so what what is a movie slash celebrity you could compare your experience to for those who have no idea what we're talking about? Uh, have you guys ever seen a movie called Goon? And this is not about that was on my short masturbating uh, for and not letting yourself come, which is it's it's not lady edging, it's not gooning. Okay, uh, uh, Goon is a sports comedy movie. Uh, with uh, the annoying guy Stifler from Sean William Scott, Sean William Scott, uh, and uh, Leave Shriver. Okay, <laughs> Cotton Weary, <laughs> known known for his comedy chops, Saber Tooth, and Cotton Weary. <laughs> they uh, so the, it's essentially a movie where uh, I believe they both play enforcers. Uh, at least Sean William Scott does, uh, and the and so there's a lot of. It like it, he it gets essentially his character gets recruited to play in this minor league hockey on this minor league hockey team because he gets in a fight with a hockey player 
while he is spectating. Mm. Uh, so they recruit him, and he comes on. And the whole reason that this movie reminds me of the game is because the movie revolves around fighting and hockey, yeah. and this <laughs> game has fighting in it. And it is honestly, I mean this, this is it's honestly the standout feature of this game mm. because it's like no other EA hockey yep. game on the SNES has fighting in it. So it's like that's that's a big deal. And it's such a big deal because it's like in they this game has individual player stats, which makes sense, right? Where it's like each player has like how good they are at shooting the puck, how good they are at skating, how good they are at defending. They have a fighting stat in the game. <laughs> when there is a fight in the game, it goes to a fighting sequence where individual buttons do different things <laughs> in the fight. You're not just mashing one button to punch over and over again. Nope. You got a button to punch high. You got a button to punch low. You got a grab button. Like this was like, I we're pull, putting, I pull you the shirt over their head. Right, button. The happy Gilmore. <laughs> if they like, they spent time developing the fighting, which I think is very cool. And I, and like as someone who like, doesn't know that much about hockey, but, no, but like, I get it. I get why they let fighting happen because it's like, to me, that's very exciting. It's very much a part of the real thing. And I love again, it. I like that too. I love it that a fight could just fucking break out and they just <laughs> let it happen. Like that is so like, how can you not? How can you be an American and not love that? That's right. what I don't That's understand. America's America <laughs> hell, man. And it's not even our fucking sport. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but meanwhile, I don't know, man. I think they should let, like, if a fight about the breakout in an NBA game, fucking let it. I want to see that shit happen. Don't, don't get yourself... Don't get involved in that. Football, it's fine. Let Springwell beat some ass. Just let him go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That's So, yeah. Short answer, goon. It's <laughs> good. That was on my short list because I saw it called Stifler on Ice. <laughs> I've watched it. It's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I watched it years ago. So I mean, but I mean, yeah. As far as like me not liking hockey, I like the movie. So yeah. it's kind of one of those. Right. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. For me, it was just the the vanilla, the most vanilla thing I could come up with. Because I didn't see much fighting in this game, I didn't get into a lot of fights on this one. But um, I just thought that the it was such pure hockey, mm -hmm. like it was it it just is what it is. Uh, it reminded me of Go the ship. 1980 movie Disney movie Miracle about the 19 yeah. or not the 1980 movie, but the movie about the 1980 uh, Olympic team. Uh, going for gold and mm -hmm. their struggles and Kurt Russell. His, his Kurt Russell was the coach, and it was a very inspirational uh, movie. It's and a Disney it was, sports movie. It was all hockey all the time, and I felt like that's what you get with this. Yep. So my, I was more, I was kind of more, more on your on your wavelength. Like it was a straight simulation. So uh, Canada Russia seventy two. That's a movie. Yep it's a it's a docu series, uh, all about uh, Soviet Russia's hockey team versus the Canadian hockey team having this big rivalry, and it was very much like 
Soviets bad, Canadians good. The uh, and, Rocky Four of hockey. Yep, right? exactly. Yeah. And it was, but it's a real life event that mm-hmm. almost played out like uh, my like Mighty Ducks too, where like Canada, uh, Canada rolls in, Soviet team dominates early on, beats their asses, and the Canadians come back, and it comes down to a very tense, brutal eighth game where the Canadians win. So just straight. Dramatic simulation. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I have an. I have. In I'm the glad vein, we all three pick different I hockey games that really do kind of emphasize I all the facts. We were going to all land on Miracle. If I'm not, I've never seen it, so okay. it wouldn't happen. My look. My options were Goon or Mighty Ducks One, right, or Happy Gilmore. <laughs> so I mean, it's like Happy Gilmore crossed my mind, but there's like all of. Four seconds of right, hockey, and right. you know, and and then the rest of it is he's a wannabe hockey player who's right ex- excels at stuck, golf, stuck stuck in a golfer's body, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in the vein uh, of what movie is this? What I'd like to ask you guys is how is this game like Corey Feldman? <laughs> how is this game like Corey Feldman? Not at all. <laughs> there, I mean. I don't know what that the what, the movie that he, the two Corys were in. Oh wait, the two Corys. Wait, <laughs> License to Drive. Not License to Drive. It was a movie. Lost where Boys. They, they are not Lost Boys. <laughs> it's a movie where they're they're fighting over a girl, a blonde girl. Lost Boys. <laughs> who was on like Baywatch or some shit, and like they're best friends. One of them starts dating, and she starts like seducing the other one until they end up like hating each other and fist fighting all the time. So it is like that two Corey's movie Corey where the two Corey. Corey's are fighting. Corey v. Corey. All right. That checks out from that checks out with me. Fair what, were, what were their fighting stats like, I wonder? <laughs> I feel like Corey Corey Haim is like the, the light fast one. Right. And then uh Feldman's just the Feldman's crazy the, monkey style. He's the right? yeah, he's, he's the brutalizer. <laughs> From all angles. Blanca versus Chun Li. <laughs> <laughs> we need a ROM hack. <laughs> Please. Well, let's see. What do we have? We you, you touched on it earlier. So three good things, three bad things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the obviously one of my one of the things that I thought was good was that it had fights. Um, and that not only did it have fights, but it was like controversial. Uh, and I think that's very interesting. It's, uh, I, I love that. Um, I thought the game also did, um, a good job of letting you know, I said this earlier too, um, who has the puck, mm-hmm. where the puck is, mm-hmm. it, and it like does a really good job of intuitively letting you know that information. It's not confusing. It's well-designed. Like there's, it's got a good, in the gameplay has good, it's a good user experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought that the uh, the way that they handled cutscenes in the game were very smart and part of that user experience because uh, we've played enough sports games uh, over the course of this show where it's like something will happen in a game, right? Like it's, if it's baseball, somebody gets a home run or if it's football, someone gets a touchdown or, you know, even if it's hockey and it's like there's a face off. A lot of times there will be this interstitial scene, um, this cut scene that just completely takes you out of the game. And it 
slows the game down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think EA uh, or Park Place, however you you know want to credit this to, but like how they w- were really smart about this. They were like, I honestly think they were like, this is a mechanics focused game, and we do want it to be as real and true to the game as possible. So we're not going to interrupt the game with these um, cutesy cut scenes. Uh, what we're going to, but we we're still going to include them. So what we're going to do is do picture in picture style. Mm-hmm. And I think that is amazing. Yep. Amazing. Yep. Cause it's like um, at what, at the beginning of the game, there's a, a face off and you see the, Picture in picture up in the right, left hand corner of, of the two facing off. Yeah, the uh, I assume official the ref. Yeah, ref dropping the puck for the face off, and the ice, all, the ice judge. The ice judge, <laughs> right? Yeah, I forgot. Uh, he's my favorite in Frozen. Uh, there, so but all this is happening while you're still seeing all of the players overhead in the rink. You're still viewing the playing field, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's really really cool. Uh, also, like. The ref will pop up picture in picture style. Um, if you are um, about to um, go off sides, I think that's neat too. Like, there's all these like little indicators that come in, but don't interrupt the game. Um, that I really respect. Yeah. Like as a designer, it's like that you thought about this. They really they thought about how to best present this information without it interrupting the gameplay Mm -hmm. and that marries so well with what's obvious to me is that this is a mechanics first let's get the let's make this feel like hockey um and i think that that's fantastic Mm -hmm. i love it yeah and then the other thing is uh the marketing for this game and ea sports in general in this era is fucking you can't escape it inescapable unescapable i don't know it's one of those uh, in, inescapable. It, it, thank you. you. No escape starring Ray Liotta. <laughs> it's that. Um, <laughs> like as a kid, not even like really being into sports, EA sports, it's in the game. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Um, I knew the commercials, like their print ads are fucking on point. And like, you can tell that they, I'm not saying that the game wouldn't have made it had they not done what they did, but like the marketing is there. Like they, they really spent money on the, on the market. Sure. Um, the commercial even like brought back like flashbacks. Um, if you guys don't mind, I'd love, I'd love to play it. Um, because like I, I heard it and it like just opened up a, a memory door for me. Uh, this is an ad for Verbo. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It's for vacation rentals. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. That kick save. Give me the biscuit. Give me those skaters, those skaters, not those skaters. Give me the real stuff. Yeah, him. Can you, uh, can you identify twine? Good. Give me the siren. Give me the post. Zamboni. Give me the Zamboni. Zamboni. Yeah, him. Take that. Take that. Take him. Take that. Give me, give me, give me. Give me the box. If it's in the game, it's in the game. NHL PA and NHL hockey for Super NES and Sega Genesis. E-A Sports. It's in the game. Crazy. So good. <laughs> I remember that. I do. I remember a positive memory because playing NHL 94 is, you know, where I really spent time with it and crowding crowding the opposing goal and just doing slap shot after slap shot just to force a goal. And after hitting, you know, denial, 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 then suddenly 
that 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 cherry spotlight, that police yes. alarm just goes up, lights go everywhere, just like fuck yeah. Because you remember I talked about like you know the St. Louis Blues and writing um, that that short story and shit in class. That right? Mean, yeah. I mean, it wasn't just like Mighty Ducks. It was also my time with NHL '94. That like that got me to understand hockey, so I could understand like the movie and appreciate it, and got me where I really. I, I wanted. I was became like a hockey kid. I lost it because I was the only one. <laughs> so it just kind of eventually went away. And then I had a Super Nintendo. So there was. I wasn't going to buy a sports game, and you know they weren't as good anyway. So it just kind of tapered off. But it. This series got me, made me a hockey fan for a little while. Yeah, that's how good it is. Yeah, it is hard to find hockey fans. I feel like in this area. Yeah, it's not super popular. Yeah, I'm sure they exist. Yeah, I mean, there were Mighty but- Ducks fans. Sure. But yeah, not Rocky fans. Sure, sure. People would just want to get together and, you know, shoot knuckle pucks all day. It's fine. I get it. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> but let's see. I think for good stuff, like I still had like, this is the best hockey perspective. Like I you mentioned that down, earlier. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't feel bad to play, you know, and you've got players, actual players. So, Ian, what you got? Um, well, one of mine was the little blue stars telling you which character you're playing it's or great. which player you've got. That's the easiest thing i've ever seen to identify who's who and where Mm -hmm. you are and they even like play on that too where it's like the outline is who you're controlling and if they have a puck there's like that there's a double outline to it yeah so it's i mean it's very it they really thought about it which a lot of sports games don't like i mean we played a lot of hockey games that do not think about that at all Mm -mm. they are just like this is a hockey game they're players and they're shooting a puck I'm you sure might, this will make money. You might be controlling <laughs> this guy, or you might be controlling. We don't care, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I liked the fact that at the beginning of the game, the commentator would come out and say something about one of the players or about the team, and you know, I thought that was a nice little consideration for again for that hardcore hockey fan who could really relate to seeing stuff like that. I'm glad you mentioned that because I I definitely skip that stuff. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, there there are people out there who. Like, I'm sure appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And then the other, the last thing I had was I thought it was neat that the manual, the very good detailed manual, yeah. actually suggests... Turns into a puck if you get it wet. <laughs> <laughs> There's a robot in the game that says, <laughs> that gives you a puzzle. Uh, <laughs> oh, it suggests before you play to um, turn it on exhibition mode and watch a few minutes of it being played out by the computer so you get a feel for how it all looks and works mm. and stuff. I mean, I don't know that anybody would have ever done that. But I think it was neat that they that they suggested Gambling it. addicts who are like, I don't know, let's let's turn, let's yeah, turn on the, yeah, the computer versus computer. But I thought it's it was not, a neat it's suggestion. It's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> come, is, to, come to think of it. That's, that's kind of like a boring, salty bet. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, I thought that was neat that they said that they give you that option to say, "Hey, if you don't know what you're doing yeah. or whatever, watch a little bit of this before you play, so you can understand how it works." So. I'll, I, I love that you mentioned that because it reminded me of something where it's like I started playing that when I started playing the game. I think that's the default. It is. I think the default is like to play anything. a demo because I remember it like so. This is funny to me as far as like I feel like the user experience playing the game is fantastic. 
getting into the actual game is as fucking kludgy as any other sports game that I've yes, played. Because it it's just going through these like shitty menus, and it's like, uh, I guess I'll just go with default. And the default is no one's playing. The computers are playing each other. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. I know, and like, you're like, am I playing? Right. No, no. What about Mega Little Lord Ice? I don't even, I don't even know. <laughs> what happened was, all right, the game's about to start. Okay, there's the ref and his little picture-in-picture. Picture. He's dropping the puck for the face-off, and I slam the button, and the moment I do, it goes to the title screen. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I wasn't playing. Okay, uh, I guess I'll start over. <laughs> Try a different mode. But that's, that's what I have for good. Oh, my God. About, what, three bad. Oh, we're doing three bad. Okay, well, I got, there's one for me. Mm-hmm. Is that I do feel like the interface <laughs> starting the game is like in stark contrast to actually playing the game. Um, obviously, they didn't have the teams. It'd be a nice, complete experience. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, that was one of kind of one of the things I thought of too. Is kind of like, well, you got all the players, but that takes away from from the fan experience, in my opinion, right? Because. You know, I know I could name every football team in the NFL, and I could probably name five actual players on any of those, maybe on all of them together. You're doing better than me. I know. I'd, I I'm, could name five of both. The names <laughs> of the team, the teams being there, the team logos, and that is more important to me than the players. Now, I know that's probably not the case for most big hockey people but i mean i relate to that but the team names and the team logos and all that familiar stuff i would want that yeah Mm -hmm. so i think that was a shame that that was left out yeah the st louis jazz musicians (laughs) (laughs) right uh and i guess like a third thing would be um i kind of thought the sound was not great like in in that in this game right right i know yeah that was that was a I, annoying. Yeah, it was annoying, and I and I kind of feel like, I mean, as much care that was put into making it feel really good, it would have been nice if it sounded a little more realistic. And mm. like, even if it didn't sound realistic, I guess what I'm trying to say is, if it didn't sound as repetitive. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Because <laughs> it, it's repetitive. It's just constant. That one. Mm-hmm. That one sound of ooh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, over and over again. Well, and I, I had put. For me, and the sound was one of my kind of bugaboos about this game, too. But it was like, I feel like they should have put more emphasis on the crowd oh, sure. noise. Yeah. Like, I would rather have that kind of constant yeah. drone of people that, you know that yeah. you know that mm-hmm. sound. The crowd Watch sound. Watch any yeah. football, basketball game. You can hear it. It's always going like yeah. crickets in summertime. You know, it's just, it's, it's it, it feels yeah. like if it's missing, it makes it feel empty. It makes it feel less... Realistic now in later iterations of the game, they do a much better job of integrating crowd sounds. Like in '94, when you when you just ram someone into the wall, the crowd goes ooh, you know, <laughs> things like that yeah. there then. But in this particular version, it's dead silent. It's just yeah. silence and ooh ooh. It's oof, like we're playing constantly. hockey in a pandemic or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a Scientologist birth. It's just completely <laughs> God, even in the games that they played in the pandemic, they had speakers that played crowd noise. I remember when I worked at the casino and they changed, they went away from using actual coins falling out of the slot machines to like printing out tickets of like, like you get it, like you get a ticket that says you won this much money, take it to the cage to get your, to redeem it. They were worried about how that would 
be because before it's, it's this constant noise of slot machines oh, dropping yeah. coins. Oh, yeah. So they thought it would upset the customers, like it would make them uncomfortable. So they played the, s- the soundtrack yeah, over totally. the a PA of coins. <laughs> oh, GP Rain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it's like the psychology behind it. It is. There was a absolutely a psychology yeah, behind yeah. it. And that's that affected this game for me that I felt like it was just too quiet and too... You get that 100%. Like we're at practice. Totally. <laughs> we're at practice not playing yeah, the game. You yeah. Know? We I'm had just, similar feelings about the bad in this game, actually. Yeah. I just think it's slow. Yeah. Like, it's just very... Comparison to, like, even next year's game, it's very slow in comparison. So did it deliver on everything you thought it would? I think it did. Yeah. I mean, I this is the first time I've ever played... A hockey game, uh, and I, I had a pretty decent time with it. I didn't spend a whole lot of time playing it because, A, we didn't have a lot of time mm-hmm. between yeah. recordings. But, B, I got the gist of it pretty quick. And to be honest, sports games just generally aren't my thing. So I'm not. I'm going to get the gist and kind of move on. And I did have six games I wanted to see mm-hmm. how they progressed over the years. Um but I got, I liked it. Okay, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I, I had a good time with it. <coughs> Where would you put it in the top and bottom? Where would you put it in the in the list? I think if you've got to have a sports game somewhere in the top one hundred, mm-hmm. this this would potentially have a place there. It if could. you've got to put a sports game in there, this I would still stay. I would probably say ninety four though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would too. Would be the one. But from this. As for the series is concerned, I'd say take your pick of whichever one out of the six that you like the most and put that in your top 100 if you want a hockey game in there. Yeah. And that would be fine. So this particular one, personally, I wouldn't put this one in the top 100, but 94 was similar enough. That's the one I would pick. But, yeah, I think this one of these games belongs in in the top 100. Yeah. I'm with you. It's tough for me because the perfect game would be 94 with fighting in it. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah there is that's there, that is a good thing. That's yeah. what's tough because overall honestly I, I agree I think 94 is feels better. Mm-hmm. Um but man it does <laughs> suck cuz it's like I'm not like bloodthirsty or anything but it it does feel like I don't know. Something. Daddy gonna be so bad. Something's missing. You know, and yeah. it it it's kind of like it's taking a little bit of the fun out of it. You know, like from for, what I hear, everybody like go see hockey live, and that's kind of shit that makes it fun to see yeah. live. And even because that's an element, it is an element. It's an important element to the game. Absolutely. And it, another part of it that bothers me is that I definitely know that it was done for licensing purposes. It's yeah. the critical yeah. race theory of the NHL EA series. <laughs> like, no, we don't talk we don't talk about that. We don't talk about it. <laughs> right. No, no, didn't happen. right. Well ninety four got the logos and the team right. names that I wanted at right. the expense of the fighting that was fun. Right. <laughs> so it just feels like it just feels like a sellout. I agree. You know, and it's just kinda I get it. I understand like if I were in that position, and it's like, oh, I can make a whole bunch of money if I just take the fighting out of this video game. Well, there's you bet also your ass I would. There's also probably that when they're thinking about their bottom line, there's probably an ESRB consideration there too. You know, maybe having that fighting element in the game could cause them to get a higher ESRB rating mm. and not be able to sell that to younger children that might want to play. Yeah, that's a good so point. That that may be where part of that comes from. Could be probably right. Fucking Tipper Gore. Yeah, could be. 
I'll never say fuck you to anybody more on this podcast than Tipper Core. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have any achievements? I got a couple. I got a couple achievements. Um, first of which is Bruce Wayne gets Gretzky. <laughs> and order it like Bruce Wayne Gretzky, uh, you start a fight after a shootout. Uh, next achievement, because his parents got shot. Yeah. You see, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the joke. <laughs> that's the joke. Uh, man, that was good. It was like, man, that's fucking soundboard. That was awesome. Uh, next achievement I've got is I don't want to earn my red wings. In order to unlock, <laughs> I don't want to earn my Red Wings. Play as Detroit and do not score during a period. Uh, <laughs> and Dude, that's well, good. that was a thank you. good one, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and my last achievement is now you're powering with play. Super play. In order to unlock, now you're powering with play. Super play. Score a goal during a power play, which is a thing that I did not know was a thing until I read the instruction manual for this game. A power play is when one team has more players on the ice than the opponents. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, seems like a weird, like power play seems like, wow, he just did a power play. Did you see that? <laughs> he like fucking spun the stick around and then like shoved it in his ass and then he hit the puck with it. What a power play. <laughs> but no. No, it's when one team has more dicks than the other team. It's, it's power play. <laughs> Do you see he wore a red tie to the meeting? What a power, power play. play. <laughs> Did you guys have any achievements? I have one. It's not very good. My ice, the goggles do nothing. <laughs> and to get that, uh, get the uh, commit the penalty of icing four times in a row. <laughs> That's what I kept doing it just over and over. Right at the when I first started playing, yeah, right at the no, beginning. I get it. Yeah, every just, hockey game, it's at least, yeah. at least I had locked that achievement yeah. every hockey yeah. game. Yeah. Let's see, so I've got three. I've got I am Goldberg, the goalie. <laughs> you unlock that by blocking every shot and winning a game. So complete zeros shutout. The computer did that to me. The computer yeah. unlocked that a bunch. <laughs> And then the second one is John Travolta. You unlock that by winning a face-off. Nice. Hey. Man, I was this close to doing a face-off. <laughs> that, that was good. I'm glad. Then my last one is uh, give him some Zan grief. <laughs> so you unlock that by making every other opponent make the same noise as you do in Street Fighter when Zangief <laughs> grapples them and just squeezes them. Yeah. Because they do the same, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I love that, but now you've cursed me because now I need to start playing UO again and make an unarmed fighter named Zangrief. <laughs> Just a wrestler. That Damn it. Damn it, I'm back in for a stupid name. That's usually when I played UO, that shit would happen. Like, we'd be joking, like, Frankel and I would be joking about, like, names and stuff. It's like, well, that's a character now. Got to make Gotta a new go character. Make well, it. My second UR character was named Hardee's or Quiznos. Because <laughs> one day, John's like, hey, what do you want to eat? Hardee's or Quiznos. <laughs> that's, my, that's a UR character. <laughs> Hardee's or Quiznos. And then you just walked around going, we want the subs. <laughs> oh, man. Was Squirrel Monkeys one of those fuckers called? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. 
Well, I do have a list I could run down real quick just so we can cover the differences of all the games. Okay, yeah, sounds good. I don't know if you have anything similar, Ian. I have, I think I might have a couple of little notes I'll touch on when you get to that year. So the big difference in 94, because in 93, you've got Expedition, Exhibition, and Playoff Mode. That's it. So 94, you have Exhibition, Playoff, Best of Seven, and a Shootouts Mode. And, of course, the players and the logos. And then in 95, you've got... um, where you can sign, trade, and release players. Mm-hmm. They increase the sounds um, and I got, had a variety of injuries. I got in 95, too. The graphics were seriously ramped up, mm-hmm. and it seems to me that that was the first one of the series where you had the choice to manually control the goalie. Okay. Because I know that's where the SNES really lost out to the Genesis because the SNES lost shootout mode, play out, um playoff mode, fake shots, and uh, deep shots. Oof. So that's where Genesis like really took over. And then 96, I've heard, besides 94, the other best, for, best one to play is 96. In 96, you have your regular games, season games, transactions. That's the whole trade pickup. Um, that seems neat. Especially, yeah. especially at that time, mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? That oh, yeah. seems like it's pretty early on for that kind of Very, stuff. Very, for that's, a managerial yeah. angle to it. Yeah, that's neat. But that's where the Genesis, still, the Genesis had playoff games, best of seven, and shootouts, where the SNES did not. And then here's where the quality sort of drops off, because now the PlayStation is here. Right. So well, now all the NHL games are kind of being geared more toward that. In NHL 96, I did notice there's a bit, there's this big animated opening sequence, and it plays that dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Oh. Y'all ready for this? Well, so, it's, not, so it's the best, then, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, they're getting some licensing going on. And I like to move it, move it. Exactly. <laughs> It's time for the percolate. No, no, no. <laughs> well, you bringing up the PlayStation reminds me. Like, I haven't played like a modern hockey game. So when I was watching, um, when I was watching a video on like the history of the NHL EA hockey games, mm-hmm. uh, they started talking about how like controlling the the puck changed to essentially you're controlling this, the hockey stick with the, the analog stick on the controller. Mm-hmm. That sounds really fucking cool to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works in practice, but it sounds cool enough where I was like, I should buy like last year's hockey game something or something cheap, just yeah. so I could like feel how that, you know, see what that feels like. Yeah. Cause, Cause you could like actually, you know, Go the side to side on yeah. the puck, and or if you're and if you're like controlling the speed of the shot, mm-hmm. like if it's if you're controlling that like analog, mm-hmm. that sounds really 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 cool. Yeah, and there was like ninety seven or ninety eight came out for the N sixty four, and I saw like some some screenshots, and it looked like all the NPCs in Goldeneye like <laughs> yeah. playing hockey. It so fucking <laughs> well, that sounds pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> but ni- ninety seven like. Of course, the graphics and everything get a little bit better. Uh, Seven only has exhibition, practice, season, and then the transactions, which is the player trading and stuff. And then 98, um, that's the last one for the Super Nintendo. They have the exhibition, season, practice, a skill challenge, and the shootout comes back. Okay. I'm glad the shootout came back. Skill challenge sounds neat, too. So really, other than that, there's there's so little variation on what was originally introduced for the SNES. 
So there's really no point in trying to drill down on all these <laughs> these games like at all. Yeah, I don't think anybody. We don't want to do that, and I don't think anybody wants to hear yeah. that either. So, because I feel like if you're a huge fan of this series, you already know you all already that know stuff. This stuff. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, Ian, I loved this. You had two great suggestions for segments, and uh, the first of which was, um, "How does this game like? How is it like Corey Feldman?" The second of which is, "Is this rent or buy?" Is this rent or buy? Mm. Yeah, I think honestly, this would be for anyone that's not a huge fan it's rent for me i wouldn't have bought this game but i might have rented it you know if i had a friend over that liked sports games maybe i would have rented this one but i i definitely wouldn't have bought it yeah i'm with you this would be a rent for me as well however i can see if i grew up with a sibling that was close in age to me like i feel like the the depth of two player like th- th- it's endless that you could cuz like not only is there head to head but you can play two player on the same team versus yeah, the that computer yeah that is a cool feature i mean it's like if if i knew there was somebody that i could play this with as a kid every day it's a buy if if you know if grandma had given it to me for christmas yeah because it was the she knows I have a Super Nintendo and it was on sale. <laughs> I would probably yeah. at first be like, what the fuck? But then I would play it and I'd be glad that I have it. So yeah. I wouldn't mind owning it, but for me, it's a rental. If you were to buy it today and not rent it, if you were to buy it today, how much do you think you pay for it? I bet this was common. Yeah. But I, by today's standards, I'd say it's still probably $13. dues. Eight dollars. Eight bucks. Actual price of NHLPA hockey ninety-three loose for the Super Nintendo on average, according to PriceCharting.com, at the time of this recording, is four dollars and ninety-two cents. Mm. These are the games that I snatch up snatched up super early. Mm. Like all these sports games that like no one cares about. Yeah. Where it's just like time to pad the collection. Well, I would wager like ninety-seven, ninety-eight, those are probably pricey. Because I bet that they were moving out. People yeah. were moving no, to better systems. They didn't systems. put a lot they in them. People had these. PlayStations. Yeah. I bet those are a lot more. I bet you're right. What does Flopsy have to say about every concurrent game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we want to do that? We, I guess we could do that. I'd like to see how, if they get any more rare, and if the scores, how they fluctuate between year to year. Yeah. I'm only going to guess for 93, though, since that's the one we rolled. All right, NHLPA Hockey 93, according to Flopsy, a.k.a. the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library 1991 through 1998 by Pat Contry, courtesy of Monster Mold Mike. I only say that every time or try to because I don't want to get sued by Pat Contry Mm -hmm. or Monster Mold Mike. Or Monster Mold Mike. Yeah, because you know how he is. Yeah. Um, He's very nice, actually. He is. He's very, very cool. (laughs) Litigious as fuck, but very nice. (laughs) He'll sue the shit off of you nicely. Uh, NHLPA Hockey 93, they gave three and a half stars. See, I would have said four. Uh, the availability was very common. NHL 94, they gave four and a half stars. Not surprised there. I'm not yep. at all surprised there. Availability yeah. was very common. I feel like you're right. I bet when we get to the 97, 98, it, yeah. I'm going to say it's going to go to 
at least uncommon. Yeah. Yo, I will say this because I just saw it about NHL 94, which negates this is better than the fighting in 93. Uh, NHL 94 supports multi-tap. So uh, there you go. Yeah. And, I, and it's NHL 4. NHL 94 for me. Four that's pl- better. Four players, yep, right? That's yeah. better than no, fighting. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> that's better than fighting. Now it's a party game. Yeah. Yeah. An orgy is sure. always better than fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Run it off my gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, NHL 95 uh, was four and a half stars. Very common. 96, four and a half stars. Common. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm. Starting to dip and okay. rare and, uh, and availability. 97 was four and a half stars. Uncommon. 98, four and a half stars, very uncommon. Called it. Okay. Yep, good call. Just to remind everybody, NHL Stanley Cup, uh, one and a half star. (laughs) 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 Wonderful. (laughs) Uh, Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard Mm -hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would give it the mustache of uh, one of the like players' dads, like assistant coaches from the Mighty Ducks one, who was also my most hated character in Lost. But he was in the Mighty Ducks one. What? And then you never see him again. Just sort of like this game was the first precursor for a big series, but you never see that one fucker again. Because he was stuck on the island. I hope so. <laughs> what character was he in Lost? Uh, Zeke. He was the, the, one the, beard, the big fake beard he takes off. Oh, he's the one okay. who's on the boat. Who's like, yeah, give me, give me the boy. Sorry, give me the boy. Okay. Oh wow, yeah. like I hated that dude. <laughs> yeah, he yeah played, he's in, kind of a typecast in that sort of yeah. hate that dude role. <laughs> Tyler, yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses. What kinds of what kind of glasses would you give it? The glasses of that uh, ginger kid that had the curly red hair in Mighty Ducks one, who was subsequently then not in two or three, (laughs) (laughs) didn't really do anything but be like the token ginger kid who had allergies and shit. Okay, so Mm -hmm. then he wasn't in there anymore. All right, part of a big thing, part of a big franchise. Sure, yeah, dropped off. All right, I like. He's not Banksy, so (laughs) he's not he's not cake eater. Man, you know a lot about Mighty Ducks. Fucking love the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, man. I I saw the first one as a kid, and then like, I don't, I haven't seen two or three. Is there a fourth one? I mean, I've I've heard they're rebooting it. Okay, with Emilio Estevez coming back. Mm-hmm. That's neat. But as of right now, I just know of one, two, and three. But God, two, man. God, I fucking watched the shit out of Mighty Ducks too. Holy fuck. <laughs> Was, is that Man, be- I hate Iceland. They're so bad. Uh, I'm assuming that's a reference to Mighty Ducks, too. <laughs> They're the villainous team, yeah. No, I just fucking hate it. Just apropos of nothing, I wow. hate Iceland. It's like, it's like World 7 of Mario. Fucking hate that shit. <laughs> so we want to roll for next week's game now? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so we talked about the tabletop. So, uh, friend of the show, Sean Miller, is going to be playing in that. Well, he was on vacation next week. We figured we'd just take a break. Well, he got roped into a last-minute two-week work trip he did not expect. So since he's going to be gone for three continuous weeks, we hated to do an episode and then wait three weeks after character creation to kind of lose momentum. So we'll we'll look at it again whenever he gets back. Yeah. Okay. 
You guys ready so to- I'll grab this batter up peripheral. Oh, actually, I'm going to go grab this hockey stick that I brought. What the fuck? When I was in, uh, you know, second grade after, what? for the Mighty Ducks, and I'm going to go ahead and put it it's Donnie bat Jeffcoat's on the hockey stick, though, right? Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's oh, signed by okay, Donnie Jeffcoat. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Everything I, I own is signed by him. Donnie Jeffcoat and Keenan Thompson on the other side. <laughs> All right, go. okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and put in, put my head on the on the 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 stick, the other the the hidden part of the hockey stick. Yeah. And the other end on the ground, so I can turn uh, turn it wild and crazy kid style. Uh-huh. Boy, I don't know in random direction. Say that prayer. We all have to say. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Five thirty-six. Is it a repeat? No. Is it a sports game? I don't know. Is it the S's? It is. Super. Nope. Not gonna guess it. Okay. I, I guarantee you, if either of you have heard of this game, I'll give you $5. <laughs> Sterling Sharp, end to end. <laughs> end. The, that, the, the that's num- not a game. <laughs> that's a show my grandma used to watch. <laughs> Sterling, that's a porn my grandma used to watch. Sterling is sharp. S-H-A-R-P-E, colon, <laughs> end, the number two End. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. I have no idea. I have none. Should I look it up? I want to look it up. Sterling I am, Sharp. That's fucking. That's fucking bonkers. <laughs> Sterling Sharp end to end. But I, I don't know. I was gonna say it's probably not good, and I'll stick to that. But we'll see. I guess. It's football. I bet. No, it's not. Is it? Yeah, it it's football. Is. No! I say we invoke our rights as the hosts of this show to, to roll again since we just did six <laughs> sports games. I mean, in one episode. In one episode. We can postpone it. Let's put a wedge in so we're not doing back-to-back sports games. We still need to get to it, but I All say right. we, we put a wedge in it so we're not doing back-to-back. Do you want to see if there's a ROM hack for um, for Sterling Sharp end-to-end? <laughs> God damn it. Of course it's a fucking sports game. I think we need to. I think we need to throw it back in the pond and re-roll. <laughs> are there any Super Nintendo games that are out there that you guys want to talk about? Is there anything? Yeah. What's that? I got. I got a few. How, how many of them are super long RPGs? At least one of them. One of them is a super long RPG. Right, Livia. But the other two are Super Alpha Chicken. Okay, but I want to save that for Chocto. And Plock. Plock. I thought we did Plock. No, we talked about Plock, mm-hmm. but because not as an episode, but uh, let's do Plock. Okay. Plock. Plock. I'm Plock. down. Let's do Plock. All right. Get a good, get a good breather. You know, something yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do two sports games back to back. Yep. I know that's hard sometimes because there's so many sports games, but this one also sounds like a really one-off kind of thing Dude. and I don't want yeah. to get into that. God, it's not part of a series sharp. for us to knock a whole bunch of them off and yeah. Who I'm assuming is a player? Sterling Sharp? Uh, I guess. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Woof. Pretty sure he's a cowboy too, but it's whatever. Sounds like it. Yeah, it does sound like an NPC's name in like Fallout or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's a really old cowboy in a cabin in the corner of the map. He's dressed in all white cowboy gear. <laughs> 
All right. Here's something. He has a radio show. <laughs> just not getting too far ahead of ourselves yeah. on this, but just in case this changes your mind. You get the sharpshooter from him. Sterling Sharp end-to-end <laughs> was made by Jellico. Oh, man, and it's not on how the Nintendo we, yeah, Switch? How did we not what get that? Right? Probably. That that's a bad sign. <laughs> yeah, that that's a sign that Sterling Sharp is uh, protective of his name. <laughs> that's, that's what funny. that is, I think. Uh, all right, Plock. 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 Fucking not Sterling Sharp. End <laughs> to end. Yikes! Jungle to jungle. <laughs> we create. Talk about that. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> I thought it a long ass time ago. <laughs> we created the randomizer. Therefore, we can defy the randomizer. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Fuck that randomizer sometimes. Am I right? Uh, not two sports games in a row. Mm-mm. Let's Never. go. Let's go out for a break. All right. It break time. Then we're back. Dead. Section fun. What a great break. Yeah, it was true. a good break. It was a good break. Yeah. We had all kinds of fun discussions that y'all will never, ever know about. That's true. Secrets. There are secret discussions. <laughs> secret. secret discussions. <laughs> that needs to be the segue. The, seg- the bumper music. Why don't y'all write us a secret discussion jingle? I just did. Come on. Well, I mean, like, you put didn't it like to music sec- and stuff. Oh, yeah. Here, let me give you a couple yeah. so you can mix them together. <laughs> Secret discussion for a hundred bucks a month on Patreon. We'll give you a bullet list of the secret discussions. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say for a hundred bucks a month on Patreon, we'll let you do the bumper. <laughs> we'll let I mean, you work for okay. us. <laughs> give us content to use on the show. But you can always say you came up with secret discussions. <laughs> this is extortion. <laughs> I got a quiz that came in from one uh, Ross Rachel Green from across the pond. If you boys are interested in that. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm sure it is probably about PlayStation 2 games. I'm sure we'll probably flunk it, but uh-huh, that's uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. We'll make the best of it. Uh, this quiz is entitled Contact High. Something Tyler said last episode really resonated with me says Ross, uh, which was listening to gun nut archmage John Turley. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right. Uh, talking about guns. Though he has no interest, he enjoys the excitement John feels. Mm-hmm. Which I will say, props for spelling John correctly, Ross. Mm. I'm yes. very... No H. I'm very... That's an endearing quality. That's the British way. Of, yeah. <laughs> John will get straight mad if you spell his name with an H. I kind of get it. I do too. You know what I mean? Well, his his name's Jonathan, jo- and there's John. no H in it. John. 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 Look, I can see you get John. That's <laughs> 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 not how you say my name. What do you mean I'm talking weird? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever do you mean, John? John. <laughs> oh, my God. Real quick. That Have you heard of the Martian Manhunter, John? John. <laughs> 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 that that reminds me of something I wanted to bring up. I told you I'd been watching Yellowstone. Yeah. And we watched the spinoff as well. It's on Paramount Plus. It's called 1883. And it's about when they were moving west to form to the family was moving west to start the ranch or to start their life out west or whatever. Uh-huh. They're on this wagon train, right? And the show centers around 
one of the main characters is the daughter of the like great great grandfather that started the ranch. Okay. Okay. And she's it's a coming of age story for her. But she, and a dying of age story for <laughs> Sam Elliott. Yeah. Who looks so he's, bad. He's looking wrong. Um, makes the, me sad. They uh <laughs> One of the things I saw the other day on TikTok was they were oh, talking man. about all the celebrities dying. Someone wrote Sam Elliott's name on a white card and laid oh, it no. on a silver tray and put a salt ring around it. <laughs> 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 but anyway, the show is narrated by the woman that plays the daughter in the show. And she is she's great in the show. But the narration is so over the... T- she does not have a Southern accent. She has never had a Southern accent, and she is terrible at faking a Southern accent. Oh, no. And so she always says, what? And, <laughs> wow. And just, oh, it drives me crazy just hearing Sugar? that sound. Sugar? read enough Rogue? Oh, it's awful. X-Men comics and What's awful. Su- cigar? Sugar? <laughs> well, and then she's... The thing is, too, she's supposed to be from Tennessee, and her accent is, Georgia molasses has no Tennessee in it. I know a Tennessee accent when I hear mm. one, and that is as far that isn't an accent that isn't anyone's accent. What she's whatever the whatever the hell she's doing is not it's a any. Stuart Griffin. I've gone to. I just came from Nashville, y'all. That's <laughs> yes, exactly. It, it's it's like guarantee. I guarantee it. I love things in Nashville, like Brent, country music. Brent was straight up. <laughs> she learned her southern accent from a voice coach that never has never heard a southern accent. Is what I'm, that's, that's what it sounds like, and it's just. It's whatever. Well, <laughs> I swear. It's so. Ugh. The, the director of Golden Girls Gross. told Rue McClanahan to use her natural Oklahoman accent for Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> and Devereaux she, she, with an X. She constantly argued with him, like, Are, she's from Georgia. <laughs> Are you sitting? No, I don't want a southern accent. Do not use one. Just use Oklahoman. That's fine. I'm going to do this anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned like celebrity deaths earlier. Mm -hmm, Yeah. We missed one. I don't know if you knew this or not. Uh, I I hate to break this to you, Tyler, Mm because I know you're the only other fan of this that I know personally. Uh, The guy who played Dobie Gillis died in January. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised he was still alive. He was still alive. I know. (laughs) I mean, yeah, with... um, Maynard Maynard already having Bob Denver. Bob Denver had already passed away. You know, I would have thought, but man, he had to be like in his nineties then. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't honestly, I don't know how old he was, but I know he. Yeah, he made it a while because I mean, Dobie Gillis was in the sixties. Yeah, Yeah. and he was probably twenty-ish then. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, Ross continues. There is something, uh, there's a similar thing happening at work with a colleague who has just taken up golf. So he's got a common, mm. common thing going on here with John's love for guns. Uh, now, golf is boring. I disagree. It ruins a no, nice I'm with you, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> it ruins a nice walk. I'm going to pause. I'm going to put a pen in this because I have an important question to ask you, Ian. Okay. Golf. You're a fan. Do you watch do you watch golf or do you just enjoy playing? I have watched golf. Uh 
because I enjoy playing. Okay. And it's difficult to get. I haven't played in years. Okay. It's expensive and it's difficult to get out and you've got to give it your whole day. And so sometimes I would put on golf just to. I like a good driving range. Yeah, me too. But God. a full golf course. It's tough because it just takes so long and it depends on other people and how fast they're moving and everything else. But I do enjoy watching golf from time to time just to remind me that I like to play golf. Okay. I'm not grilling. I was just curious. Yeah. When I when I was starting this new job, mm-hmm. I needed to transition from wearing jeans and T-shirts at home all day to like, I don't know, something else. Uh, and I remember like business casual, business casual. And I remember talking to my dad and being like, yeah, I got to get some fucking slacks clothes that fit, <laughs> you know, that yeah. aren't t-shirts and jeans. And he was like, oh yeah, no big deal. Just get, uh, just get golf clothes. I was like, golf clothes. Or those and khakis golf clothes. <laughs> and that's what he meant. But I didn't know what the fuck I was like, like under armor. Like what? I mean, like, well, they have under armor polos and khakis. That's that's what the executive team at my work. That's what they all wear. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. There is a typically a dress code on a golf course, especially if it's like a country club or yeah. something. They'll have a dress code. Like, yeah, they don't want you out there and you know jogging shorts and yeah. stuff. That's, yeah, that's how I happy go more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. That's bit. a thing. That's a real <laughs> thing. But it was just kind of one of those things where it's like to me, I didn't know what he meant by that. Yeah, I didn't, and I was like, but when, even when I learned, I was like, fuck a polo shirt, God <laughs> no, Jesus Christ, I'll wear button up like long sleeve button up shirts all the fuck up. year round. Yep. Jesus Christ, yep. no polos. Me too. Every time I'm wearing a polo shirt, I feel like I'm fucking eight years old. Get my photo taken for Easter. Yep. <laughs> Melissa likes me in them, time. so I will occasionally put one on. But I would always throw in a button up and just roll the sleeves up. God, all the time. Now I will wear a button-up open over a polo shirt. Really? I will do that from time to time. But usually, I will wear a T-shirt under the button-up, and then at the end of the day, I'm untucking, rolling up sleeves, and opening the shirt, and then wearing it over the T-shirt. Okay. But I wore button-downs. if Before I started working from home, I don't care if it's 100 degrees outside. Right. It was a long sleeve button down, yeah. A, because I have a tattoo on my arm. Ah. And when I was- I at, should get one just because yeah. I wear the long sleeves all the time. Seriously. There you go. <laughs> uh, I was required to cover it when I was at a client's site. They didn't care about it when I was at the office. Yeah. Uh, but when I was at a client's site, I had to put my sleeves down. So that was right. really the You don't want to see there. the devil's mark. Right. No. There's literally a tail on that thing. Uh, but but I also just like it because it's versatile. You know, you've got options. You can mm-hmm. sleeves up, sleeves down, sure. open, tucked love, in, love a untucked. good crisp white button up. Hell yeah! That you can Hell yeah! Love it. Fucking love it. I might. I like one well, that's not too patterns. long, so you can wear it in or out. Like mm. I do too. Basic blue, basic white. Flannel comes in handy. I have a nice mm-hmm. pink and white striped one too. Yeah, pink with white stripes on it. I like that. Very I, nice shirt. I do have TV golf PTSD though. Just being made to go over to my grandparents' house, like the one right over here. Yeah, with my terrible across grandfather across from the Holland deck. Yep, my 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 awful grandfather who you know who was also very hard of hearing. Always had his hearing aids in, but he would only watch TV muted with the subtitles. Okay, he would exclusively watch golf. So anytime I go over there, I have to sit in the living room with golf on mute, 
just the subtitles. <laughs> for an eight-year-old, that is fucking hell. I can see yeah. that. Why yeah. didn't you just pull out your iPad, bro? <laughs> I know, right? Mom, give me your phone. <laughs> yeah, man. Yikes. I, I like Jack just days. walking to people and I just like too. taking their phone, finding Dude. YouTube. Like you talking about going to your grandfather's and he's watching golf. Like Meanwhile, like I would go to my grandfather's. Uh, and he's watching the news, and he's drunk forever. <laughs> uh, and uh, if we're, like that was at a farmhouse, so it's like I guess I'll go into the yellow room. <laughs> there's also a room where there's a painting of a naked lady. I might just go into that like, room. Like that one, we'll pick like that, that one. That's a good one. My parents, my mom doesn't like that room, so I might get in trouble if I go in there. <laughs> what else am I supposed to do? Mine was uh, my grandmother and her stories. Oh, yeah, stories All are day. important. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All afternoon, and then the talk shows, you know, mm-hmm. followed by Grandpa, uh, Papa, when he'd come home. Goddamn, Stefano! Basketball, <laughs> fucking Stefano! Don't get me fucking started on Stefano Tyler. <laughs> I know more about that fucking show than I care. I think it's Melissa funny has, that we all know what this is. I think Melissa has a picture with him to where he came to like the telephone. Uh, he's one been year. to the telephone. Oh, no shit. Yeah. He used to come every year to the telephone, but uh, then my Papa would come home and. Then it was sports for the rest of the night. It was basketball, whatever. Just sport, some sports. I did not like it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd go from. But he'd always go to bed at nine o'clock, and then they'd go to bed early, and then the TV was mine. So I'd have like three or four hours of just whatever the fuck. So nice. I, I waited patiently to That's get your, my shot at. The I'd TV. go from. That's your reward. Mute, mute <laughs> golf at my grandparents' house during the day. Well, when it's time to go home, then. That's my dad watching whatever classic boxing match in his underwear with the glass of milk with the white with the bread, bread shoved into it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, it's bedtime. Okay, good. Can I watch TV? Nope, we're all going to bed. When I go to bed, everybody goes <laughs> to bed. Go to bed. Love it. That um, that same farmhouse where I'd either go into the yellow room or the room that had the naked woman painted on there. Uh you talking about going to bed and all that reminded me that's the farmhouse in the middle of fucking nowhere, Mississippi, that I remember the first time I was like, I want to stay with, with my grandparents for an extended period of time. And my, and my mom was like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they let me do it. And then I remember that was like spending a week of essentially like they go to bed super fucking early. And then I would watch unsolved mysteries in the fucking tiny farmhouse and like i remember seeing like the fucking like an alien episode and it was was all i could fucking think about the whole goddamn rest of the week (laughs) was like there's a scene of like like i'm sure if i saw it now as an adult i would laugh my ass off but it's like aliens like you know like the 90s Uh they get gray it's like just looking into a window that whole fucking week of a farmhouse yeah essentially the whole fucking week i'm like oh my fucking god they're out there they're fucking out there i know it what have i done Uh, it's the monkey's paw. <laughs> it's like it's a fucking. I got your wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross continues. Uh, now golf is boring. It ruins a nice walk. But when he is talking about all the new gadgets and training methods and clubs he has been buying, 
and what each one is for and how excited he is after having a good round. I can't help but be entranced by it. Also, he happens to be a big fan of Paige Spiranak. Yeah. Spiranak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has a fabulous set so, of I thought it was a type golf of clubs. Clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, stop the podcast and Google her. You will not regret it. That's a junior night. Come on. Paige, well, Paige Spiranak. <laughs> <laughs> I've done ever. I did the... Gave every, I sent this link to everybody to to take a look at uh, Paige Spiranak. Um, She's very lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Say I'm a fan. Yeah. How could you not? <laughs> she's like the Anna Kornikova of golf, it yep. seems like. Oh, so she's not very good at it. So. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, do. I don't know in either case, yeah. to be perfectly honest. I do remember reading one of the links uh, under when you sent that Google search. One of the little pull down links was Does Paige Spiranak have an OnlyFans? <laughs> and it apparently, what was the answer? A, a, no, she doesn't, but okay. apparently, one year for April Fools, she said she was going to start one, and everybody was like ah. super pumped about it. And then she said, Nope, I'm not. It's just a joke. Is she selling uh, golfer boys her bathwater? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Sell her farts in a jar. <laughs> Have you heard about that 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 lady? Yeah, yeah, had a, had a heart attack scare from having a strictly <laughs> fart based food diet. God, but made two hundred thousand dollars in a year for selling her <laughs> jar farts. God, I mean, I'm glad it was legitimate. <laughs> like she wasn't just sure. like like putting a little bit of smelly stuff in a jar and sh- you know, sure, just doing it straight up. So I guess yeah, no false advertising. I mean, you got to believe in your art. And then all that money she made paid for one day in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <sighs> yeah, they don't have good health insurance at the fart factory. <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> uh, Ross continues, honestly, stop the podcast and Google her, right? We got it. There's something about secondhand excitement that means I don't have to put any effort in. I just get to enjoy someone else's enjoyment. Also, this one time at D&D, my character did a really cool thing I know you would love to hear about. <laughs> Metacritic, PS2 2211. Glim's microwave combination. <laughs> that was legit. Playing an epic spellcaster uh, was a lot of fun because you kind of get to start crafting your own spells. So that that's really mm-hmm. that's really neat. Uh, Metac- Hollow backbiter. Yeah, good shit. <laughs> So I keep going. I, I, I do this prompt game all day long. <laughs> <Dude>. What? <laughs> Metacritic, PS2, 20 to 11. This three- Evangelist had an epic spell called Wall of Magic based off David Cross's bit. A wall literally made of magic that stops missiles. <laughs> so that's what I made. An invisible wall that just no one could cross. That was just it, <laughs> with a super high will save, so no one can cross it. Question number one. This threequel is set on a fictional mountain. The single-player mode follows racers competing in the games titled Championship. Mountain Race 4000. Sure. Tyler, looks like is you might third actually have... A, a third in a racing series, or the third of a game that is a... Third in a series that is a racing game. This threequel is set on a fictional mountain. 
I don't know. There's multiple games, it looks like, competing in the game's title championship. Is this like an I, Olympics game? Like or for something? some reason, like Crash, Crash Bandicoot Racing jumped out to me. Oh. Yeah, okay. So I don't know. That's PlayStation. That's their mascot. That's all right. Hey, look, good. it's better Why than anything not? I got for sure, which yeah. is nothing. Crash Bandicoot Racing, locking it in. It is SSX3. Oh, SSX right. is back again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's tricky. It's tricky. tricky. This sequel stars a man who is covered in the ashes of his dead family. God of God War. God of War. Good job, guys. Logging it in. God of War. It is God of War. Duh. Okay. <laughs> Next question. This third in the series rate this third in the series racing game provided you with a speed boost for risky driving. Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Feldman's uh license to drive. Be Corey yeah. names, I guess. For need risky need for speed. Need for Speed battle sounds front. pretty good. Need for Speed Battlefront. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit was a good one. All right, Need one for Speed. One of a few racing games I did actually play and like. Yep. That was a big one. I played it on PC. That was mm-hmm. Hot Pursuit was a big one. Yep. Uh, it is Burnout 3. Mm. Takedown. Okay. <laughs> I liked right. that one a lot. Yeah? The takedowns were fun. Yeah? What yeah, were they? you like crash into other cars and do different, like if you rear end them and they flip over, it would go all slow-mo and say take down and the kind that you did all and right. stuff. That was a fun game. All right. I get why that's on the list. Okay, cool. I've never played a Burnout. For some reason, right. I thought that was a Need for Speed game, and that's kind of what I was thinking of, but I, for, I, didn't re- I forgot it was Burnout. Yeah. But Takedown, I liked all the Burnout games. I, I thought they were all really good, but take I got that, burned out on them. They got a little burned out. Uh, <laughs> Takedown was fun. Takedown was a great game. Cool. Sounds like fatality. You could use that. Like a, well, you could use that speed boost to do different types of takedowns. So, like, like launch motherfuckers, you, come up on. You're racing these, and you like could do the speed boost and then T-bone them off a cliff, and they'd flip sideways, and then it would that would be a type of takedown. So, cool. Yeah. Was, so each one had a different name and all that. There were there was a bucket of them yeah that sounds like but, fun to kind of go through and like see what yeah. each one is named kind of deal it was know? it was cool i liked it a lot it was like it was you got that same sort of satisfaction out of doing a takedown as you did when you pull off a slam dunk in nba jam and it does that cut scene and he's flying you know i just that was that was a fun game cool yeah. i will i'll have to check one out i've heard of uh burnout paradise burnout paradise was good but it didn't have that it was more open world yeah. racing, which was still good. And you heard Paradise City every oh, yeah. single time you turn on the game. Is the grass green there? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> are the, the girls, girls, are, pretty the girls pretty? are pretty? <laughs> uh, take me home. <laughs> Won't you please? <laughs> Won't you please? Uh, it was fun too, but I liked Burnout the most because, or Take, take down, down the most because it was. It had those, that little, yeah, special moves. All right. Next question. Two new characters, Lei Fei and Vanessa Lewis, join 11 veterans, each with their own unique styles based on real martial arts. That's a, this is a Tekken game. 
Right? I Sounds would say familiar. so. Because isn't Faye, isn't, that's like the Bruce Lee cop, right? Right? I law, that's law. The fuck? Then I have no idea. I'm You're the, right. That sounds right, law. though. Which one would it be? Virtual Fighter, another Virtual Fighter, no, or, or no, Tekken. I don't fucking know. I bet it's Virtual Fighter. Virtual Fighter? Three. Three? Virtua Fighter Three? Why not? Or Tekken Four. Or Tekken Four. <laughs> Locking <laughs> them both in. It is Virtual Fighter Four. Oh, Mix those two yeah. answers together. Man. God, I have, I'm real bad at this. Like, yeah. real bad. Yeah, this is not our wheelhouse. Like, really, really bad at this. Okay. I mean, you guys are okay at this. I'm reading these, and it's like, I've got no fucking... I don't even know. I don't know. All right, next question. This game sees you hunting your savior who tricked you into killing your family. Man, man, manhunt? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Sounds interesting, but I don't know. Your savior, you tricked you into killing uh, your family. Is this Max Payne? Why Maybe. not? Why not? Did that come out on PS2? I played it on PC. I can't remember. I think it did. I know. Like, Max Payne. Max Payne, right? Max Payne. Max Payne, sure. lock it in. Uh, God of War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <sighs> Next question. I guess Ares did trick him into killing his family. <laughs> That's his ash. Whose ashes are all over him? Uh, confession time. I've only played a little bit of one God of War game. And that's the most recent one. I was into him for a minute. I played one, two, three, and the PSP one. I've never played one. They're fun. They look fun. I prefer Dante's Inferno, though. I, 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 <laughs> I thought you were going to say Dante. It's like, I've never played a Devil May Cry. I haven't either. It's just, I don't know, guys. It's, I'm just consumed by these excellent Super Nintendo games. I don't have, <laughs> yeah. I don't have the, the wherewithal with all these newfangled analog sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Dual shock. Uh, next question. NCAA football with Carson Palmer on the cover. Just guess the year. 2003 would be my guess. I like it. Oh, three. Oh, 03, locking it in. 2004. Oh, shit. Just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. We need to just, every time we think three, say four. Say That's four. happened twice yeah. in this quiz. <laughs> All right, next question. This expansion on the third game of its series features online multiplayer for the first time. The third in its series, online multiplayer. Online multiplayer for the PS2. PS2. I bet it worked really well. I remember playing uh, Final Fantasy XI. We had some PS2 players. Yeah. Playing on that online. Um, Final Fantasy XI, maybe a particular uh, third, I mean, Tekken Tag. Expansion? That's the third, Tekken Tag's the third one. I mean, I can see where maybe that had a... Ah, uh, there's no way it had on because I, I had Tekken Tag. Uh-oh. Yeah, it was like one of the few, <laughs> one of the few PS2 Virtual games Fighter Four again. <laughs> <laughs> this time it's this online. Is three. Uh, expansion on the third game of its series. What would have? Mul- what would have? Need for Speed Three Hot Pursuit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I played on the PC multiplayer for sure mm-hmm. online. See, I, I didn't play PS2 online at all, so I have no idea what games are online compatible. Fantasy Star, that was all like Dreamcast, right? Yep. Okay, so that's not it. I don't know. Need for Speed! I'm pursuing... Katamari! Locking it in! It is 
Metal Gear Solid 3 subsistence. Why would that have a bolt? I don't know, homie. I never would have gotten there. Never would have guessed it. Never. I do not never. see why that would have a multiplayer. Never would have no. gotten there. Okay. Next question. Ian. Uh-oh. Ready? I guess. This is all up to you, okay? Sure. Madden NFL, guess a year. 2004. 2004. Locking it in. It is 2004. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the board. We're on the board. Is this the first one that we got? We got God of War. <laughs> we got God of War. Okay. Two. I mean, we didn't say two, but. So we're close we're enough. We're, 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 we're good. But, yeah. we're Virtua Fighter 4, we kind of got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, we got Virtua Fighter out of it. So, yeah. All right. Next question. This is going to be fucking tough. I don't think we can use the same strategy. Okay. Another Madden NFL. Two in a row. Guess a year. Unless we want to. It's a trick. Five. <laughs> Go with 2004. <laughs> 05? Good enough for me. What do you think? All oh, Ian's thinking. 2003? 03 or 05? <laughs> 98. <laughs> I mean, why would. Well, I see why the previous version would still be better. Um, 2003. Oh, three? three? You want to do three? Right. Oh, three. Oh, three. Oh, three. Locking it in. It is 2002. <laughs> Shit. Damn. All right. <sighs> Ooh, yikes. Fuck, Mary, kill. Now to the mm, good mm, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now to the stuff we can actually answer. Fuck, Mary, kill. Magical items. Bag of holding. Boots of speed. Portable hole. Technically, you could fuck all three of these. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so boots of speed are just add... No, Strutting and springing is 10 feet to your movement. Right. Boots of speed is... Just straight up decks, isn't it? Those are gloves. Those are gloves of decks. Yeah. I guess it depends on what edition you're playing as Let well. Me see. Let me see. <laughs> but the fact that wait, 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 wait. Didn't boots of speed just increase your movement? Boots of striding. Um that did that increased your jump Jumping check, and didn't movement? it? Yeah, I think it was a combination. I mean, think about it from the perspective of someone like me who doesn't know fuck all about this. I'm answering the question assuming that the boots just make you run Faster. fast. Yeah. So it's fair. From my perspective, I'm gonna marry a bag of holding. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Bag of holding. It's handy. Like I'm a viewer's handy yeah, sack. I'm gonna fuck the hole. Well, yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm assuming this is a hole that is just something you could throw shit in and it just is gone forever. Is that right? Uh, no, a portable hole is kind of like, honestly, a portable hole is like a bag of holding. Um, it puts items into an extra dimensional space. But what can it, you get stuff back out? Yeah, I think you got to go in there to get it. It's not. It's it's technically like a bag of holding. You kind of have to like root around for it too. A Heward's handy hand, hand, uh, haversack. Uh -huh. That's the good bag of holding because uh -huh. that's the one where you reach into this bag that has everything in it. You just think about the item that you need that's you in it, it and it comes out. And See, it's I like was five thinking, bags of holding at once because it all has each pocket is a different. Right. Okay. See, I was thinking the portable hole was something you could like throw the bodies of your enemies in. You could. Yes. yes, you could do that. Well, that's what I'm taking as the fuck. Okay. And then I'm killing the boots of speed. Killing the boots Just of speed. Just because I have to do, I have to kill something. 
it is kind of unfair that two Boots of these... Boots of Speed is essentially haste for 10 rounds a day. Mm, and haste is great haste if is you're great. attacking shit. Mm-hmm. Gives you an extra attack on there. Um, but, I mean, let's be honest. In, I, in 5e, they give, once you click your heels together and enact what is essentially haste, but all attacks against you, opportunity attacks have disadvantage. So if you move through people with those boots on, they all take disadvantage. How big is the portable hole? How big is the hole? It's bigger than it a depend- bag of holes. There are like four different versions that are increasingly big, but they're all pretty big. So like if... if Think of like... If something is charging at me on a horse... Yes. Looney Tunes throw style. that yes. hole on the ground yes. and fall in it, they're, yes. they're gone. Yes. Okay. Then you could pick it up, fold it up, and right. they'll eventually suffocate. Yep. And I, or I could put it on top of a tall building and then they would fall out and... Yes. Okay. Or you throw that portable hole in the back of holding and rip a huge (laughs) hole in reality in the astral plane. That's a no-no. You don't want your extra dimensional spaces inside of each other. Yeah, it sounds bad. It's like Doctor Strange shit. With the the, uh, description of the boots, I was deciding whether I should reconsider, but Mm -hmm. no, I'm still sticking with the holes. I'm killing the boots. I got to be honest with you. I don't fucking fight people. Right. But I do carry shit around. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to, that means I have to choose between whether I'm going to marry a bag of holding or a portable hole. I'm going to marry the portable hole because you can fit larger shit in it. You can, if I do need to fight, I can fight with it like you're talking Looney Tunes mm-hmm. style, uh, which means I'll fuck the bag of holding. Bag of holding's nice. Just make sure it's not a bag of devouring. Mm-hmm. Mm. Be bad. Lose your stuff. Lose your, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll marry the the bag of holding just because I know I have no storage in my house and having a huge that'd be that'd be pretty nice. So yeah. I think I'm gonna marry the bag of holding, fuck the portable hole, and kill the boots of speed. All right, I love that question. That was a good, good question. question. Fuck, marry, kill an arcade cabinet that plays any game, but only you can see the games being played. An arcade machine everyone but you can use, but you can see it being played. Hold on. I need to, I need to think. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Next one. Uh, an arcade machine everyone can use, but it, thank God you sneezed. Bless you. I needed a break. <laughs> I can't process this. Fuck, Mary kill. Uh, or an arcade machine. I'm going to have to reread this from the beginning for sure. An arcade machine everyone can use, but it stutters really badly and the sound is awful. Well, I'm killing that. I'm killing that. That sounds fucking horrible. Yeah. The first one is just like you've got an arcade machine that plays, plays every everything. game, but only you, can only you can see, see it. it. That sounds like heaven. Mary. Mary. Same. Uh, and then. The other one is an arcade machine. Everyone but you can use, but you can see it being played. Twitch. Essentially Twitch. So fuck it. So fuck it. Yeah. But I say I have a I have a arcade machine in there with every arcade game on it that I can see and everyone else can see. That is true. So do you really need So I'll do the one that everyone else can see and give it to charity. <laughs> <laughs> That way, charity can't see it, but everyone else can. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, marry, kill. Hair that grows an inch a day. Nails that grow an inch a day. Teeth that always feel a bit gritty. Okay, because (laughs) all of those things are terrible. 
I mean, I mean, the hair thing is probably what I would marry. I'm marrying that. That doesn't sound awful to me. You, I mean, you, I could, you could donate so much of that. Yeah. So much of that to help people. I get that. Yeah. So you can donate your nails, too. They just might not <laughs> accept it. <laughs> I, I would have to... People can scrounge you so easily if you're throwing away your nails all I the know. time. That's why you got to make sure no <laughs> witches live around your house. Simple. <laughs> I don't like dealing with cutting my fingernails. Uh, we've talked about this. I cut them. I don't bite them like yeah. everyone else I know. Yeah, I'm a maniac who bites them. No, I'm, I'm with you. I don't. I don't bite nails. Like I can't wrap my head around it. They're gross. Um, it is definitely gross. And I don't have any use for long fingernails. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that I've got this itch on my back that I've still had since last time we talked, make it a lot easier. But <laughs> by tomorrow, one more I week, I'm gonna reach it. Out of <laughs> but then it starts yeah. to curl. Uh, ah, yeah. shit! <laughs> I'll I'll have to marry the hair growth. Fuck the gritty teeth. It's a little <laughs> a little bit gritty, he says. Uh, always feel a bit gritty. I so could, yeah, I could live with that. A bit gritty, and then kill the nails. Ooh boy. I'm with you on marrying the hair. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. That sounds like that's that's the clear Mary. Yep. Uh nails that grow an inch a day. That sounds that sounds gross. That's like a lot of nail. That's to, a lot. An inch is a lot of fingernail. That's a lot of nail for me. But are we measuring from the cuticle? To the tip, or are we like how? What are we measuring? It just grows an inch. It grows an inch. So we're talking about I got to deal and see what's what's really gross about it is I'm not going to clip that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm a nail biter, so that's I'm going to gnaw that off like a rodent, uh, <laughs> and that is fucking gross. Also, it would be mm-hmm. gross to see it grow because you know if it's growing <laughs> an inch really. a day, you're probably at one point going to actually <laughs> see <laughs> it grow. Yeah, that's Does true. Does it grow gradually over the course of 24 hours, or do you uh, just end of the day suddenly- just click? <laughs> You just saber tooth at midnight. Saber tooth style, yeah. Now that would be kind of cool though, because like, yeah, New Year's parties, you're like, check this out. <laughs> you could like you get a little tingle in your fingers, you know it's about to happen. So right. you can like totally freak people out with it. Yeah. But still what fuck if, no. I don't want that. What if you it felt off. it during your intimate time by oh, yourself? Oh, that could be bad. Yeah. Could be bad. Yeah, you changed my mind on it with that. <laughs> like I, I, I could be doing things right to my wife, and then like they grow inside of her and right. damage something. Nah, That's nah. not good. Yeah, marry, marry, marry the hair. Fuck the teeth, kill the nails. I'm gonna take my chances with the nails. I can't stand it when like, dude. You I feel like you got a oh little my sand in your mouth. Fucking god, I hate it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> and I and I hate it when it feels like there's something between my teeth. Like I love popcorn. Love popcorn. S tier S tier snack for me. Mm-hmm. I love it. Fucking love it. I love it so much that I tolerate the fucking kernel skins that like get embedded in my gums. Um and even when I go and floss, it's like did I get it? I don't know that I got it because yeah, it's been in my fucking tooth for so long oh, I've that I don't know. At a Vietnamese restaurant we went to, I saw Blake. He ate something, got something stuck in his teeth. Got a got a toothpick. Yeah, got in there, couldn't get it. Toothpick, tooth, uh, toothpick breaks off. 
He's trying to get it more. It gets floss, gets everything else. Yep. He's just just blood just coming yep. out of his mouth. Cannot just yep. fucking get the yeah. Yep, oh, yeah. been there. I know it. Been there. Me too. For sure. I have uh, a strange gap between the very back tooth on the right side of my mouth. Weird, and I've never noticed tooth. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh every I've time I that eat. Before, yeah. So yeah. Every time I eat, like a, I feel it when we kiss. That's it. <laughs> every time I eat, now I know it's you. <laughs> every time I eat, like a piece of chicken or like some stringy type of meat. Yeah. It, oh, it gets I get it caught in back there, in there. So I gotta floss every time yeah. just to get it out because it does. It feels like it's pushing my teeth apart. Oh, I hate it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sensation is like every time I've never wore braces. I wore a retainer for a little bit. Uh, but every time something gets stuck in between my teeth, that's what it feels. It reminds me of wearing that retainer mm -hmm. where it's just like removing your teeth just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why do our outside bones have to be so troublesome? I know, right? It's the fucking worst. Thank you, Ross, for the questions. They were lovely. Yep. You guys want to take a few calls? Yeah. Outside bones, outside bones. Don't forget to wash your outside bones. Probably, honestly, the best bit <laughs> in Kimmy from Schmidt, that show. Yeah. And there are a lot of good. There are a lot, a lot of, good of good bits. bits but holy but fuck! That's, that's yeah. That's a high point. All right. First call. Gird your ears because this is a call from two five three. Transcription not available. So I don't know what's going to happen on this one. Obviously, I'm screening these. <laughs> so far, it's nothing. Someone hit the mic on their phone. And we're done. Thank you for the 12-second call, 253. <laughs> Next call. This is from 828. End to end. <laughs> It's, it's Sterling. It's Sterling, Sterling Sharp. <laughs> Calling. <laughs> Motherfucking pet hog. It's your single elegant honk, beloved group hunter. Honk. Uh, I'm listening to some of the backlog. I'm in like the 518s or something. You're doing Vegas Steaks. Vegas Steaks. Uh, oh, with Randy Ross. Yeah. Yeah, the one that Ross, Ross came over. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you guys are making a lot of Albert Fish jokes. And uh, I didn't, I knew he was serial killer i didn't really know how bad <laughs> how unbelievably <laughs> terrible so i googled him y'all are some sick motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> who and you guys both seem to love serial killers so who's your favorite serial killer and why uh thanks have a great day you guys are both fantastic beautiful wonderful people and i love you very much and i enjoy what you do Thank you so much. Which is loving serial killers. Uh, thanks for the call. Um, I feel like, honestly, we've kind of covered this on a recent episode where we... I don't we had a merry fuck kill. Um, it was a merry fuck kill. I didn't or we just rated, answer it. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't have a favorite Let's just rate killer. a most evil. Yeah. I don't really know that... I don't... Whose story is the most interesting? Who's the most compelling to psychoanalyze? But, yeah, not just, like, favorite... I read all his books. We're not Wednesday Adams behind the cabin dealing in her serial killer trading cards. <laughs> the whole Albert Fish thing was hilarious to me <laughs> because of how terrible he was. Yes. So to me, um, in my juvenile sense of humor, it's funny to me to make light of 
some fucking horrible the, atrocity. Some of the dark, <laughs> yeah, probably like some of the darkest of the dark right. being Albert Fish. It's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of one of those things where... I don't it, where it's like there's so much tension. It just it's like almost like tension breaking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's so awful. You have to do something to break right. it. Right. Yeah. And then you and I feed off of each other. Yeah. Like that yeah. energy. Like it's it's the same kind of energy for yeah. both of us. So what happened? And then when John said he didn't like it, that only just oh here's some gasoline on that fire. <laughs> no, we stopped. <laughs> <laughs> If by throw gasoline on the fire, you mean we stopped completely, Stop you were correct. <laughs> uh, next call. This is from, I believe, Brew Pounder again. Motherfucking Tadpogs. It's your single elegant honk, Brew Pounder. Uh, yeah, I just called, and I asked you about your serial killer because you guys were talking about all the fish a lot. And then the very next episode on 524, uh, you guys are casually discussing dismembering and eating humans uh, and the flesh of your vanquished foes, and you're all having a really good time. Yeah, what's your problem? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, got, I, you got a problem with why that? Why are you judging? Somebody sounds delicious. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> now, I hope this trend doesn't continue because it's going to lead me to believe that maybe you guys are out there eating people. And now that I know Terrified Michelle. Is that access to human flesh all the time? <laughs> I only we have her freeze yeah. dry it and send it to us from <laughs> California. Look, I don't know where that's sourced. Come on, <laughs> is this is this organically grown here at my cannibal Wendy's? Always fresh, never frozen. <laughs> I don't need some fucking hippie body. I like my I like a good American Texas dead body. <laughs> I like my Oklahoman body to have a Georgia accent. <laughs> uh, once again, I think we kind of answered this question already. We're just fucking kidding. We're just kidding. Take a joke. Next call. <laughs> we got more. We got seven seconds. But, oh, okay. We got seven seconds. But H.H. Holmes. H.H. Holmes has the most interesting craziness about him. Yeah. Besides Albert Fish. I started watching like a, I heard there was a good documentary on H.H. Holmes and I started watching it and I was like, ah, nah. Just, I, just, I just don't understand how he's even real. Like it's just so fucking nuts. Well, what's crazy to me and it's like when I say that I didn't get into that documentary, a lot of it was because I do not relate to this time period mm. and that honestly might have something to do with like, I don't know, stuff like that and like Albert Fish, like which is obviously horrible, but it also mm -hmm. happened so long ago that it's also one of There's those things where it, there is a disconnect where it's like, I can make a joke about the Titanic because mm -hmm. I was not alive when it sank. Obviously, I, and I'm saying I have, I'm not saying I should make a joke about the Titanic, but the thing is, it's like, I didn't know any of those people. I didn't know any of those people, and it was so long ago. And obviously, yes, it was fucking horrible that like twelve hundred people died. But like, come on, come on, yeah, right. <laughs> That's all I gotta say is, come on. <laughs> Are you Mister Titanic? Oh, come on, Mister Titanic's end to end football. Anything would be terrible. But anyways, just thought I'd let you know. Catch up, love you guys. Be peace. Bye. Thought he'd let us know what that we're sick that and we're cemented. sick fucks. Yeah, yeah. Richard Ramirez is also pretty interesting. The uh, Night Stalker. I like the way oh. he got caught. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That was actually funny the way he got caught. So just somebody out the fucking sidewalk spotted him and they fucking chased his ass down the street. I mean, I love that shit. It's like, hey, hey, that's that fucking guy that's killing all these people. Get him. Hey, is that that fucking guy? It's that fucking guy. Get him. Is that the fucking guy who kills it's, people? Yeah, it's the fucking guy. He's the fucking killer Everybody, guy. it's him. Uh, Come we'll, on. We'll go get this fucking guy. <laughs> And he's he's the big bad in uh, American Horror Story 1984. That was which I a thought was weird one. It was and good. He, but the it guy was looked weird. and sounded just it was like him. Creepy yeah. how much that dude looked like yeah. Ramirez. Like possibly related to the guy, <laughs> yeah. like distantly. You think it oof. was like holy shit? Um, what was the? This is horrible because I was alive for this, but I can't remember. Was it the DC sniper? You remember mm -hmm. the that the ones that fucking modified their car right. to snipe from inside the trunk and yeah. Are there are those classified? Those guys classified as serial killers? Absolutely. Yeah, they killed lots of people. That shit was terrifying. That because was. it's because that shit is like I mean obviously it's all terrifying, mm -hmm. but like that in particular was like I am alive while this is happening, and like. Someone could just die, just fucking, just like that. You know what I mean? Die. It's like, yeah. and you not even know. I'm getting some gas. I'm getting right. some gas. I'm dead. Right. I'm sure people, <laughs> people. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm dead. <laughs> ah, shit. Have you seen that TikTok channel about that guy who's just like walking down? Like he does stuff like where you'll see like a a pane of glass fall out of a, a five story window no and right before it hits you'll see a guy like walking around all of a sudden he's just he's in heaven looking around <laughs> looking very confused <laughs> all just... <laughs> that's funny oh uh next call this is from uh 562 i believe this is terrified michelle michelle hi terrified michelle hello uh, take two Sorry, I'm used to them asking me to say my name first, so I said my name first. Oh, so whatever. I got you. Anyway, I'm listening to Jelly Boy, and you got within safety in the Civil War voice, and <laughs> Civil War voice is my favorite thing. It's pretty good. <laughs> I think I have a thing for fake Louisiana accents. Which we discussed. Like from uh, True Blood. Anyway... Thanks. Oh, and I love that Tyler whistles just like I do. <laughs> Which is not very good at all. <laughs> 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 Fuck you. Okay, Bird. You got me. I will Damn. never. That's the first time I've been hurt in this show, Michelle. <laughs> you Albert Fish loving, non whistling motherfucker. Cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget the first Tadpog prom I went to. Mm -hmm. And I think I got I think I got noticed on this show when I did that Civil War thing. I believe that was it. my like moment to shine. It's a good and moment. I got so much attention from people that like came up to me like I'm a celebrity. <laughs> Oh my God! I love the Civil War. I heard that so much that weekend, and and terrified Michelle and uh, Abby were there. That mm -hmm. that that's where I met them, and they were both like fawning over that whole bit. And I was really, I'm really proud of that because it, I'm glad so many people find that. Yeah, that's that's your tap on DLC alternate alternate <laughs> costume. Yeah, 
That's honestly that's, that's like a great sketch. That's that, in my that bit, top. Yeah, it is. That's in like my, what, that's like one of my favorite Tadpog memories. Well, and the honestly, fact that it you, it, me too, and the fact that you mix some music behind it and everything, it just I, when I heard it the first time on the recording, I was like, oh my god, this is gold. It, <laughs> it was, was fun. It was. It was a lot really of, fun. It was a lot of fun. John's very antiquated style of writing is awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yes. There is no music. There here. is no music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's where it. everybody lost it. I love it. There is no music. No, that's like, of course, that's what I remember. That's like the line that I remember. And it's just like, I don't remember anything else. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, thank you, Terrified Michelle. Yes, thank you. BTK uh, is pretty horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> is that a new sandwich at Burger King or what is the BTK? <laughs> it's a chicken sandwich that bleeds when you bite into it. Also, it's all trussed up inside the bun. Also, a hilarious way that he got. Oh caught. God, I love man. I gotta t- I gotta Ooh. say this one. He fucking you know this guy had <laughs> killed people for years and years and he stopped. He just stopped. He was just a regular dude. He was like a security system installer or yeah, something. That's how he got in people's houses. And, he installed their security yeah, systems. And they never caught him. He was just he he ghosted everyone, right? They didn't notice all the fucking <laughs> securities that this house protected by signs <laughs> no, in the fucking yard. Killer. Hey, but, but, killer scratched out. <laughs> BTK. Yo, was, you think this is weird all these houses have these signs? <laughs> the where they had <laughs> Only the ones who have security have murders. That's oh man, that's a bad security company. <laughs> really bad. Why don't you try protecting people? You know there was people killed in all these houses that you supposedly protect. Oh well, not our problem, I guess. Time, God, time to solve crimes. <laughs> so he he quits for it was like twenty years. Yeah, it was a long time, and like huge then outlier. He, then he started doing it again. And they immediately realized, oh my God, this guy's fucking back. He's doing it again. Same MO. They knew it was like the same guy. Like 20 years later? Yeah. Yep. Did he not know, like, I, I, when did he get caught? Uh, it was, it was like in the 90s, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because, okay. so because, this is before like CSI and shit. Because like, yeah. I were a serial killer and I stopped and then I saw like shows where it's like with forensics and shit. I'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking done. Well, yeah. he, well he's such they a malignant need... narcissist oh. that he would send stuff to the police and taunt them. Right. For and years. so he like... he did that. He was he was writing letters and he was mm-hmm. doing but you don't need CSI to catch this guy. You know why? He fucking called the police and asked them Did he not star six seven beforehand? I don't know how he <laughs> called them. He called them and said I'm a I'm the BTK killer, and I was just wondering you you can't like track me if I send you a floppy disk with my letter on it, can you? And they're like, no, <laughs> and he did, and they fucking figured out where the disk came from, and the that the computer yeah, he, he was didn't in format his, it properly, so they were able to pull. Up, I was about like, to say, uh, yeah, how did they? He got so he used they found the computer at his church, I think that he yep. was used he, he used. And Didn't go they, buy a new floppy disk. That's disc. what I was right. Reused one, <laughs> and they caught him, just like that. It was that easy. He just he just assumed that they were telling him the truth. He actually asked, "Can I do this and be anonymous?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we we can we can't get anything off of that. No, no, no. Send us a disc. That's fine." 
What that's a, how he got can, caught. Can you imagine? He he was part of the inspiration for Trinity and Dexter because he oh, had yeah? the the normal life mm-hmm. to everyone. That he was a family man. He had kids. He had a wife. He volunteered at his church. He did you know? Yeah. All this like like what's his name was that the Trinity killer was. He was the huge public servant, and then as treated his family like absolute shit behind closed doors and was a serial killer. Yep. BTK. Can you imagine being the guy at the police station who took that call? <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we? Can we do that? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Uh, I need to ask my manager. <laughs> uh, this guy was sent a floppy disk. Anybody, you, guys, you know? It's anonymous, right? Right. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Look, I yeah. don't really understand, but they say yeah. Send it in. What's that? <laughs> the the cyber sex division? What they, what they are? <laughs> the guy who's on Palace Chat all the time. Ask him. I'm not gonna ask him ASL. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and then toy box. The toy box killer is also pretty horrendous. I thought you said toy box. Toy box. Like, toy oh, animation. Man, fuck, dude. That Dragon Ball Z set is fucking expensive, man. It's like they're murdering people. These prices. Because <laughs> toy box is like he's like something out of Saw, where they had a a trailer behind his house where they would kidnap girls, gas them, and then they would wake up. In a modified dentist chair. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then, like, a screen recording would play, like, you'll be in here for eight hours. We'll come in. We're going to do X, Y, and Z to you. Like, however you kind of respond is how long you'll live, or the brother the tortures will get worse. And and then, you know. Yeah, they, I they heard were, about that yeah, one. Yeah, it was. That's kind of recent, I'm assuming, if a screen is involved. Yeah, I mean, I want to say it was, like, 80s. Oh Jesus Christ! It's pretty had, fucking I mean, high tech for eighties. Because they had, yeah, because they would. Also, one of them didn't. They he was the one who have his dog fuck people and shit. Like it was real fucked. Yeah, I was thinking one of the victims actually got away because one, she one was able run. to build his trust, and eventually they were like leaving her home. They alone. went on. They went on vacation and left her there, and she was able to get and out. And she finally ran. just left, and that's the end of that one. They yeah. caught him after that. Good. Yeah, they they. They don't hit for like last podcast. They're not heavy hitter status because they only had like two or three before they got caught. But it's still like all the shit that they had built into there. And I've seen like pictures of the trailer over, and shit. It's Ooh. quality over quantity, right? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Next call. I wonder if it's from the BTK killer. Can I use <laughs> Hi, I agree. This dude is Raider. Uh, Rob, Rachel Green, and that. You should definitely Ian and John be making your Star Trek podcast. I think. All right, I'm pausing. I'm looking at Ian channeling. What's happening? She said something Tell me about. What's happening. She said something about me and John. Definitely do your Star Trek podcast. Oh, okay, got it. Yep. Okay. Did you guys ask her to be on? We we don't have it. A podcast. <laughs> well, you, that didn't happen? What happened? What's going on? <laughs> Never I happened. you're like 100 episodes in by now. We were, yeah, and figured... then we just scrapped it. It's, it's come and gone. <sighs> yeah, she was on like seven episodes. Oh, fuck. I missed it. <laughs> yeah. You guys deleted all the damn episodes, too. Off, off of every platform. Shh, yeah, it's all gone. If you missed it, you missed it. <sighs> Sorry. It's it a limited time event. I didn't want to listen fuck until it, I had it. watched all the Star Trek. But you didn't have to because we <sighs> were covering those. No, but I like to watch it first so I can like have some <laughs> opinion about it going in. <sighs> all right. Waiting for it. It's important. I love you guys. And I can just add it. It's like I can listen to Tyler and Dave. 
listen to Star Trek and I can listen to True Crime. It'll be perfect. Come on, get on the ball. It's a waiting forever. And then you gotta make merch so I can wear your shirt. All right, I have an idea. She wants to wear the shirt of our podcast. I got that. that we've already we we had shirts too, but we only had we only sold like five. Oh, so you're like us? They're out in the <laughs> wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're out there. But I'm not going to tell you what they look like. Oh wait, I think we had just found one. They're a hundred dollars, right? That's right. <laughs> they're because they're it's an NFT shirt. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> NFT shirt. <laughs> Oh God, I'm the worst. All right. I love you guys. So that was for I know it's for you know if you're not the host of the talk, okay? Um, I can't think of anything right now. Um. Oh, how little she knows. <laughs> because actually, terrified Michelle, I am a host of Tadpog. <laughs> Since July 2021, I have hosted this show every week with my friends Tyler and Dave. So, I am a host. You were wrong. <laughs> John, Say not it. so much. But me, I am. Say it as a Civil War veteran. <laughs> <laughs> That way she could get some enjoyment out of it. Terrified that. Michelle, <laughs> I regret to inform you that you were, in fact, incorrect. I am a host of Ted Park. There is no Star there Trek There is here. no Star Trek here. <laughs> Except for that, I also wish that we were like the UK with healthcare, but you know, the US, or at least the people running it or voting, the most are uh, afraid of socialism to age 12. What? She said she's also in favor good of... Lord, you're good at this. ...socialized health care. Oh, okay. I heard health care. People in the U.S. are afraid of socialism. Okay. Right. That is true. So, here we are. And... <laughs> I got it. I got it. What? Did she just fart into a jar? <laughs> that sounded like... Oh, by the way, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like an EVP to me. <laughs> Michelle, is your fucking car haunted? What the fuck? I'm going to play that back. If you home. want us to leave, fart in a jar. <laughs> I bring you home ghosts from work. <laughs> oh, no. Ghosts would probably... Abby loves ghosts. <laughs> All right, yes. guys, I love you. Kill your family. <laughs> All right. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I think she I just went or I'm, something. I, I got I to gotta play it back. It's sort of like, I don't know. Socialism to age 12. So here we are. Kill them. What? I think she, sh she shit her pants. I had to go real quick. Well, oh, my God, you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the last call we're gonna take. <laughs> that's a, that is that's a great, good. great place to stop. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Thank you, Michelle, for the call. Thanks for sending us the meat. <laughs> yeah, it's really yummy. Um, this was really weird. These that call was from September of 2021, which means she. That we're running there that that's not that long ago. No, it's not. And I was calls. hosting in September of twenty twenty one. 
Yeah, but if since you, July, July, I mean, that's yeah, that's I don't know, a couple months. I think yeah, that is a couple at months. What, at what point does it is it official? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Call us, 270-883-2555. Nice. Did I wait until Tyler was about to say something? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and if you want to send us something, you send it to Tadbog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Duke, Kentucky, 42002. Yep, we got something coming in from uh, Mr. Puzzles. So uh, oh. a, a, a nice package with two letters, one to read on the mics, one to read off the mics. Oh. That's the sexy one, I bet. Oh. Probably. So we got that coming in. And let's see. Hey, we're all over a bunch of social medias. Just put in Tadpog. You'll find us it'll, on all sorts of different platforms. It'll pop up or it won't. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, not too concerned about growing that big social media presence on, on all sorts of stuff. We do have a Discord, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit.ly slash Tadpog Discord. Always something going on in yeah. the Discord. Shirts.tadpog.com yeah. if you mm. want some shirts. Yep. If you'd be the sixth one, we'd yep. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, we could really use the help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most importantly, we got that that Patreon. Patreon. Although I do not think we have any any new donors. Yeah, it's only been a couple days. Only been since Monday, so yeah. Uh, Although I will thank Cubicle Monkey again. Yeah. Because holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, because holy shit, indeed. That's about the value of my car that was totaled. That <laughs> He raised his pledge. Whoa. So. Nice. That's how much the junkyard gave me for it. So much appreciated, Cubicle Monkey. Oh, did you go to the good junkyard? My, apparently, my dad knows all the junkyards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you went to the good one. I know, I know. You got the pristine Yeah, junkyards. you went to the good one then. Well, we do have, even though not much changed this week, we do have a list of uh, executive producers. And to earn that title, these wonderful people have donated $20 or more per month and I would like to tell you who they are right now, starting with Temporal Eternal Savior Cubicle Monkey. Nailed it. God Emperor Alex Pena, Cousin David Galino, Plinko Nick Price, Steve Dixon, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Clambro Cody Phillips, Bantha Master, Executive Producer Dick Dougie, Gamebug Prime Nathan Eaton, Time Lord Josh Edwards, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, congratulations on your marriage. Magical Sleeper, a.k.a. Big Dick Pie Baker, Chris Vaughn. Usurper Grimm, Princess Consuela, Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Taryn Landon. Pinball Archmage, Chris Edler, I'm sorry, you could not be on this episode. Platinum Member, Brett Miller. Sandwich Pope, Phil Hawkins. Nate from Utah, first time caller. Drinksmith, Joey Webster. Master, Master Cycle Baron, Kevin Link. I have more trouble with that one than Cthusius Jeff. Or Temporal. Temporal. Saber, oh, sorry. yeah. Uh, Barbecue Baron, Andrew Rowland. General, Kenobi Massacre, and Sick Jake. We're sorry you fell for the marketing. And that's it. All right. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. That means a lot. We appreciate it. Uh, and also, I want to wish uh, Duke Sitos William a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Today is his birthday. He ate a burrito at Burrito Shack in my honor, so that's his birthday, nice of him. that was super nice. He thought of me while he ate it, which Good. is all I want in life. <laughs> Today need, is the, really. the eve of my brother becoming a father, so he will have his baby tomorrow. Oh, wow. Uh, that'd be Friday, so by the time this comes out, he'll have... A good a, Friday baby. Good Friday baby. Man. Yeah. Well, not technically. A good, good Friday. Friday. Good Friday. But a solid Friday. <laughs> a solid Friday. Friday. A decent Friday. I was yeah. born on a Friday, if that matters. Yeah. So, you know, if I turned out okay, I guess. 
Yeah. Right? yeah. I was born at like yeah. two in the afternoon on a Friday, just lazy, yeah. just hanging out. It's better than Feeling a mon- better than a Monday. Yeah. 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 Feeling those Friday vibes. Yeah. I don't know what day I was born on. Probably probably a Monday. Could be. I'll call my mom right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> what, Solomon, was Solomon Grundy born on a Monday or was it a Sunday? Brrr, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had I don't have it memorized. My guess would be Sunday. Yeah. Just because it's like... First day. Yeah. It's a holy day. By the time right? he gets all the way... Let's yeah, pervert it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he does. You know how I do. And well, he do. And what's pants do? <laughs> Uh, our theme song is Moves by Sigmar Drive. Look at that track from the show at Tabog.com. How do you guys want to close it out? Like, we're really surprised that an episode on a hockey game went as long as it did, which is longer <laughs> than a normal episode Whoa. goes. Yep. Dang, you ain't kidding. That, it's is a, a lo- that is a big boy. Yeah, hey, got half a day at work to kill? We'll, we'll almost get you there. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you don't listen to us on your 15-minute break... You're getting real close to that half day. Are, are you Tony's daily commute? This will get you there. I think that got better. I'm not positive, oh, yeah? but okay. I think that Good. got better. Yeah, which means he is not listening at all. <laughs> <laughs> like most people who stop commuting, they're like, ah, I'm done with my guess. Especially this one. <laughs> okay. So uh, until next time. Kenna was all about her Animal Crossing room, and then right before I gave her all her Christmas presents that were all Animal Crossing related, because all she talked about. It's like, Daddy, I want an anime room. Oh, for like her real room. Because mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah, I want an anime room with anime posters and anime stuff in it. Okay. <laughs> what anime? I don't know. Anime. Demon City. Like, where have you seen any anime? <laughs> On YouTube. Like, what? Get name me an anime you like and we'll talk about it. I don't know, Daddy. Just an anime room. Just an anime Just room. Just an anime room. <laughs> Here's Animal Crossing. How Be excited about for Animal that. Animal <laughs> yeah. Crossing. Yeah.